This week's throwback to black comes from Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Write that pain down. Throwback to black, Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Now let's start the motherfucking show! We're back! What's up, what's up, what's up? What's good, my people? It's the new episode! Yes, sir. It's your boy, Corey Doseki. I'm something else. Welcome back to the Power Lunch Hour. Welcome back. Hey, it feels good to be back, man. Yeah. Man, real talk, especially in the spirit of this pandemic that's going on, the fact that we're able to still do this show weekly is saying a lot. That's a slew, man, for real. Appreciate your part of this show. Yeah, man, it's fun. Hell yeah. It's the, it's the break that we need and shit. We ain't doing shit else. Man, for real. Grimo. <laughs> <laughs> shit. We ain't doing shit else. Heck yeah, how you doing, man? How was your weekend? The weekend was cool, man. Um. Yeah, I didn't do shit. So yeah, that was the weekend. Um, <laughs> you know, same old get down, one two step, playing video games and shit. Um, I think that uh, so I, I told you I got back on two K. Okay, how's that going? It's going pretty good, man. My new character is nice. I seen you in practice mode. I seen you getting down. Yeah, man, he's beasting though, so it's cool. Um. I'm trying to get my brother to to download 2K so we can run five. Mm. Yeah, we get our own squad. That'd be cool. You know, we we ain't very good. Nah, but it it's fun. Know. We be talking shit. You know, so it's cool. Teamwork make the dream work. Uh, went to see my mother Sunday. How mom's doing? She good. No, I went Monday. Uh, she good. You know, I ain't seen in a minute, so she cussed me out. Of course, as well as she should. You well, always deserve a good cussing. I mean, you know, it humbles you. Humbles you so uh, we had a good conversation. Just us two. We talked a lot of shit, laughed, you know. So we caught up. That was pretty cool. Probably the highlight of my uh, weekend. I didn't do shit else. What's up? Um, yeah, that, that's it. That's about it. The whole weekend. Already. Um, shout out to uh, my dog Jeff. For coming through with the mask. Ooh, the mask is clean. Got the power lunch hour uh, face mask for you. Uh, hit hit the page up. Hit the DMs. Holler at us. Yeah, he did a great job with that. Facts. All your t-shirt needs. Hit him up. Hit him up. He got you. Yeah. S S G Customs. On IG. Holler at him. For sure. Yeah. What about your weekend, bro? Man, my weekend was dope. I had a good time, man. Um, Friday night, I, um, what did I do Friday night? I did something. Oh, um, oh, kicked it with Tico. Uh, uh, shout out to Jiffy and Miss Jiffy. Hand us over, you know, fish fries and shit. Yeah. Food was delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Feeding a starving group of folks. Cause yeah. I didn't feel like cooking shit that day. Right. You came through clutch. You was a blessing. I swear to God you were. Thank you. <laughs> um, shout out myself. I threw a barbecue Saturday and fed my ungrateful friends. Oh, they sure did. You know I was it was great. There. It was awesome. I had a good time. Yeah. You know, sweated over the grill, you know, all day and stuff. But, you know, it was awesome. 
That was dope. <laughs> nah, it really was fun to have the crew back together. I ain't lit that damn grill in a minute, boy. I was like, shit, how long has it been? It's at least been five months. Maybe even six. Since you lit the grill up? Yeah, yeah, man. Because I was worried, you know, it's, it's, it's old grill, so that bottom about to fall out. Shit, I put that aluminum can, uh, pan at the bottom of that bitch and made it work. Yeah. We got on down. And uh, Sunday, kicked it with my folks. Uh, took my parents a sample of uh, my ribs. You know, I love my black people, especially our black mothers. You know, they're the most beautifulest, precious creatures in the world. And, and even when they give you a super compliment, they find a little way to give you some critiques just along the way. It was always, oh, this is delicious. This is good. You know what I would have done is did this and this and that though, but you know it's still delicious, baby. Right? Why don't, don't eat it then, goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're just supposed to eat the real. You like it, you like it, don't you know? You ain't got nobody asked for your critiques on it. Yeah, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about, about my, my shit. shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just want to make you better. Who's to say mine is not better than yours? Well, Her? I, would, I would never say that. Of course, it's all in my head. Yeah, but still. Just say thank you. This ribs was good. Shit, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, she's still mad at me when Daddy said this is the best mashed potatoes he ever had. She ain't let that shit down yet. No matter what I bring over there as a wrap. Hell, I was just following her instructions when I made the mashed potato. Right. I think he was being petty, which causes me to catch the leftover petty. Right. You know what I'm saying? So no matter what I cook now, it would never be right. The disrespect. The disrespect, man. It's yeah. all daddy for. Yeah. He giggles and laughs to this day about the shit. Like it's cute. <laughs> the shit. Yeah, he knew that was going to drive. He right? knew that was going to drive. This is one window. He's like, oh, I'm going to get on this one. <laughs> like 50 years, huh? Y'all would never suspect. Y'all happily married for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But, yeah, that was dope. Um, shoot. I really just have damn near abandoned my other part-time Uber Eats. Like, every time I'm supposed to do it, mm. I do maybe one delivery. I'm like, ah, I'm done with this shit for the day. <laughs> shit, I have not been feeling it, man. That vacation was too good. I ain't really been back to work since. Damn. It's really bad. It's, it's bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really need to do some work. But fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot out there one day. I was like, ooh. I ain't worked outside in this heat in a minute, and I'm in a car. <laughs> I don't like this. Not going to do it. Not going to be able to do it. And what got me was this one of them damn apartments that's hard to find. People refuse to label how to get to their ragged-ass apartment. Mm-hmm. So after that, I walked back to the car. You said, you know what? I'm done with this for the day. Uh-uh. Yeah. Fuck that money. I'm not doing this. I go without. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I go without. I'll make it. Fuck it. I got friends. Yeah. <laughs> I've been mooching off of beer and alcohol ever since. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Shit. I'm not going to do that. Nope. Nope. It's just too hot. Um, What else happened this weekend? Uh, that was about it, man. I really was just, after Saturday, I was tired. So I just really just chilled out, kept my head low, out of trouble. Went to work, suffered through work Monday because I was just, I could not sleep for shit. Don't you hate when you go to bed on time and you don't sleep? 
Yeah. You toss and turn all night, it's mm. cold sweats, whatever. It'd be the worst night of sleep. Like, I went to bed early for this bullshit. I could have stayed up, kept watching my TV shows. Right. <laughs> That's some bullshit, man. Trying to be a responsible adult. It backfires. Right. Now you up all night looking crazy. And still late for work. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's still late for work. <laughs> the fuck is the point of this bullshit? Sick of this shit. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, my, um, my weekend wasn't really exciting, so there's that. <laughs> it be like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't. Um, I'm getting these topics? Sure. I got a positive story for a change. Okay. I know, right? Me, positive stories <laughs> don't happen that often. So let's ride this way, people. A black team makes $18,000 in three days teaching adults how to invest in the stock market. 13-year-old Christian Natruth Jones, an investor and stock market prodigy, is the perfect example of reaching for the moon and falling amongst the stars. He recently made $18,000 within three days when 36 people signed up for his online course on how to invest in the stock market. His original goal was to empower 200 people and earn $100,000. But he was not at all disappointed with his accomplishment. Salute, young man. That's dope. That's dope as shit. And it's like the stock market, one thing that people are scared to invest in and not sure, quite sure about it because they don't have the knowledge of how the system works. But, man, you got to just play with it, man. Take your time. It's numbers. Y'all like making money, don't you? Yeah, educating people and making money at the same time. I mean, win-win. It's win-win, man. Yeah. Salute. You're not giving up, getting over on people. Right. You know, selling faulty product and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to bring somebody with you. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't got no no schemes going on. Ain't nothing, nothing like that. It's just game, man. The game sold, not told. Not told. Yeah. You know, so salute this young man, already a young age, 13 years old, and trying to give the game back to the community. Yeah. Um, next good story uh, goes to uh, former public defender Keita Haynes. She spent nearly four years in prison, and now she's running for Congress. Hmm. Former public defender Keita Haynes, who was formerly incarcerated, is running for Congress in Tennessee, challenging a nearly two-decade Democrat incumbent and hoping to become the first black woman the state sends to Congress. Uh, in August, in the August 6th primary election, Haynes is the long shot against Representative John Cooper, Jim Cooper, who's held the seat in the state's 5th district, which includes Nashville, for 17 years. But Haynes, who is 42 and looks very good, black don't crack, salute sister, <laughs> thinks her district is ready for change. At about the same time Cooper began representing the 5th district in the early 2003, Haynes started her time behind bars. She spent three years and 10 months in prison for a marijuana-related felony. She says she's innocent of to this day. After her release, Haynes completed her law degree and practice as a public defender in Nashville for over six years. Haynes thinks her time in prison and her experience defending others caught up in the country's racist criminal justice system are precisely what would make her a great congresswoman. Salute. Salute, Haynes. Uh, y'all, hey, y'all got to get a vote, man. Yeah. This shit is serious. You got people like this. These are the type of people you need to make change. This is the part of the voting process. First, you got to find a candidate that can represent you. Guess what? She's a very good contender. You know, you need people like this in a position that can help you make change directly to your community. 
So voting matters, man. Voting matters. Salute to her. Salute to her. Now my next story is all bullshit. It's it's just all bad news. All right. So I let you you can take the first. I wanted to send an RIP out to uh the late great legend Regis Philbin. Salute Regis uh, Philbin. One of the hardest working TV personalities of our generation. Facts. And prior generations, man. Like, um, it don't matter who you put Regis next to, man, he gonna shine. He gonna shine. Uh, you gonna know Regis is in the building. Yeah, he gonna stand out. I mean, he can talk about nothing, make it sound interesting. Be like, damn, Regis know his shit. Right. <laughs> I don't care what show is. Regis with Kathy Lee, Regis with whoever. Kelly, Nick, whatever. It's Regis. It's Regis. We here for Regis. Really. <laughs> That's what we here Y'all for. Y'all decide, bitches. Yeah. It don't matter who he who he put him next to, he gonna he gonna shine. So right. um he passed away from natural causes at the uh, age of eighty eight. Um he he made his mark on this world. Uh I'm I was a fan of him. Every time he, he talked, his voice is be like, Yo, what what you, what you talking about now, Regis? Right, right. What he had gonna, one of the infectious uh personalities, man. Yeah, what you gonna what you gonna make a joke about now? So uh R. I. P. man. I was a fan. R. I. P. man, for real. Um, I want to send. A, I got another positive story though. Okay, I want to send a shout out to my hero, Lou Williams, uh, who during the pandemic in the bubble in the NBA had to leave the bubble to go to a funeral from one of his family members, and in the process of being outside the bubble, my dog went to the strip club. Man, the wings are great there here. I mean, they're quite delicious. Magic City has some of the best food. Best food on earth. I'm I, I'm not mad about its selection of uh of food choices. Facts. Um, the fact that y'all have a problem with it, I mean, that's a personal thing. It's a personal thing. You know, I prefer wings from Magic City than McDonald's. I mean, if he went to McDonald's, y'all would y'all still have a problem with it? Facts. Right. So y'all allow him to leave to go to a whole funeral. What's the difference? What's I went. The difference? To, I went to get some food. You left out the part I went to the funeral. Yeah, you left the part where I was really outside of the of the bubble. Everybody made it look like, oh, he just left the bubble to go get some wings at the strip club. No, no, uh-huh. no, no. I was already out the bubble. I was already out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Now on my way back, I need to get something to eat. Yeah. So, man, salute, Lou. And you know, just salute to be you know be a real one. Like you know, I do. This is what I do. If I wasn't in the bubble, I was back home. Look, I will go to Magic City. I will go to Magic City. What the fuck? Yeah, you talking about what are we talking about? What are we talking? about? I had to be quarantined anyway coming back. So what what's we, the point? What's the problem? I'm a, it's the same fourteen days, and I'm making it look like I just went to the strip club. Yeah. So salute to you, Lou, man. Be a real one. Do what the fuck you want to do. You do grown, what you want to do. They using you as a, a distraction during this COVID anyway. Right. So, yeah. whatever. Whatever. That's my hero. For real. Salute, bro. Um, What are we going to do next? I got nothing but bad over here, bro. Well, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. So, they're saying that um, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. are supposed to be having a fight in September. Yes, sir. I've seen several videos of Iron Mike. He's looking uh, in the best shape of his life. Facts. 50 plus years old. That's that's goals for me right there. Goals. The motherfuckers is in shape. Fast as shit. Um, and the thing I like about Mike, though, like when he do, do this podcast and he talks about um, with different people's platforms, Mike seems so in tune with himself. 
Mike knows himself right now. I mean, it takes a, it takes a lot to get to that place, right. like, cause Mike been through a lot. He 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 hasn't always been, you know, as I'll say kept as he is right now. Right. When a man speaks, dog, he speaks uh, like from his soul. He speaks truthfully. Right. Not being uh, ashamed of anything. He speaks wholeheartedly. You gotta be comfortable with yourself to get to that point. When he did a one man show on Broadway, yeah, that further let you know this man knows himself. Right, you know the the the, the know know the knowing of thyself is one of the rare, uh, beautiful things we all aspire to be, to to even get to, because you you say yeah I know me I know what I would no no because a lot of y'all uh, uh, bust under pressure, you know what I'm saying a lot of y'all can't handle it, so salute to this man he rebuilt his career and his livelihood, right so, salute. Yeah, just for just to, and a lot of people can't um, speak uh, directly about themselves, their ill, their shortcomings, you know, candidly like that. Like right. just listen to man speak, dude. It's just like you, it took him time to get there, and that's where a lot of people need to be. Facts. That's how you deal with your demons, you know, just straight on, straight head on, head on. You gotta address them. But I saw Roy Jones Jr.'s uh, tape. Mm. Um, it was cute. Boy, you better go home, boy. Yeah, you might want to sit this one out. <laughs> this ain't you. Um, this ain't for you. It was. I mean, his technique is there, but I didn't see the. I didn't see the snap. I didn't see the speed. Like Roy Jones was never a knockout artist. Never. He will be. He will box the fuck at you. Right. He laid some niggas down, but it wasn't like Roy Jones is going to put a hammer. Oh, Roy Jones so, about to come and whoop ass. He was always a speed guy. Now the speed ain't there no more. I don't know why you want to do this, Roy. Why, Roy? I don't know why. So why? What you got to prove? I don't. Really, I don't really want to see it. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I really don't see it. I really don't. You know, uh, Nate Robinson is fighting the undercard. Yeah, against um, some YouTuber guy. Some YouTube motherfucker. I was looking for Jake Paul. Yeah, YouTube star Jake Paul. So I'm more looking forward to see Nate Robinson fight the next. Nate Robinson uh, been boxing for a while now. Has he? Yeah, he even got a, t- a TKO. Really? Yeah. So that might be a better fight for me to watch. I did not know that. I did not. Now, now we um, I don't know. Just, I see Mike moving his trainer around, bro. Like moving this motherfucker. I, I just, I, I hope Roy just don't hurt him. So it's an exhibition. So maybe, maybe, maybe he, you know, won't bro. get just totally destroyed or nothing. I mean, if it, if it's like, you know, like for charity or some shit, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't want it to be a bloodbath. I know how Mike Tyson uh, box not giving his all. Right, right. I, I don't even know that boxing style from Mike Tyson. So I hope it's not like a Martin and uh, Hitman Hurt. Uh, no, right. <laughs> no one wants to see that. All right. So um, this past Saturday, the WNBA season kicked off. And uh, there was a moment before the tip-off, the national anthem play. But prior to that, both teams, the Liberty and the Storm, walked off the court. Damn right. Um, the whole team. Whole both team. Up, both of them. They didn't, they didn't take a knee. No, fuck that. They didn't. They didn't pass knees now. They didn't put their fist up. They didn't, you know, whatever. They just say, I ain't going to fuck with it. I ain't it. fucking with it, bro. <laughs> I ain't, you, know, you know what this is? Not for me. Yeah, so 
How do you how do you feel about that then? I love it. Yeah. I love it. Once again, the, the WNBA has always been loud and clear about how they feel about what's going on in this country. They really have. And how it imp- impacts their sport, their venue, what's going on in their world. Mm-hmm. Um, they they actually showing out to me as far as uh, group uh, group wise of uh, representing of the values that we're trying to convey to the people, the powers that be. Yeah. You know, so salute to those ladies, man. For real, for real. I, I, I respect and appreciate that. I think one thing about the women is that either, it don't matter what, what race you are, they understand what oppression is because, right. you know, they, they've been through, uh, you know, being treated lesser than and not the getting the same life. compensation. So they understand right. where it's coming from so it's easier for them to do it. A lot of people... Um, I think men, especially men, uh, have a certain level of privilege, and they don't want to lose that. But the women, they understand it, they get it, they get it, and it's empowering. And then you got young women looking up to them and seeing, you know, I can use my platform also. Right. So that's dope, man. Like you know, we you can you can cut out all the I'm disrespecting the flag, I'm disrespecting the anthem. I just ain't fucking with it. I ain't it. fucking with it because guess what? It ain't fucking with me. Yeah, so then I can come back and play my, my sport and I ain't got to deal with all that other shit. I see y'all in a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. That's how you that's how you pivot on y'all motherfucking pivot ass. Up. Okay, y'all mad about kneeling? Y'all mad about blackfish? You know what? Fuck up this shit. I'm out. I'm out. How <laughs> let me when y'all get y'all shit together. Uh, Shout out to the ladies doing the black and white photos too. Uh, challenge accepted. Uh, uh, celebrating women. I didn't know it was a whole thing going on when I posted my black and white. I just thought I, I had a good black and white that day. Gay. You know what I'm saying? It looked good. <laughs> now, what was been gay was if I would have went to that Snapchat and got that filter on that motherfucker, <laughs> then I would have crashed them. Oh wow! <laughs> but nah. But man, salute to the women, man. They really represent. Uh, they really represent for the peoples, man. Well, I mean, it it was. I didn't know what was going on. I saw a lot of uh, black and white photos. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's a, that's a new thing. It's going down. And I kept yeah. seeing uh, challenge accepted, and you know, I love I love beautiful women, man. But some of y'all should not accept the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> just just like some other people should keep moving, man. Some of y'all look like y'all ancestors in them pictures. Sometimes you know, what I'm saying every, every fight ain't your fight. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Every time I wanted to post that, I saw somebody post that picture. I don't think I'm talking about them, but I'm Yo. like, let me, let me my page refresh a little bit more, and then I see another picture. I'm like, I'm not trying to roast. I was you. about to put that Chucky beam on, like everybody uh, post <laughs> page right, now, every female page right. Now, you know the Chucky with the bangs out, with the the black and white, the head Chucky in black and white with the bangs out. Mm-mm. I swear I was about to post it, but said, Nah, let me let them have their moment. Yeah. I ain't gonna be petty. Well, I liked everybody's picture. Every, every picture I came through, I, I, I hearted. Yeah. So, you know, salute to y'all. Do y'all thing. Thanks. Well, time for the fuck yous. <laughs> My fuck you goes to Senator Tom Cotton once again. Come to the stage, Tom Come Cotton. to the motherfucking stage, Tom Cotton. Now, I've said this many, many times. When I first started this show, I've not been a fan of Tom Cotton. When I first interviewed Tom Cotton for ABC News, I didn't like Tom Cotton. He 
He was a racist then, he a racist now. And his last name, Cotton. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. That's the definition of racist. Oh my God, he's one of the worst human beings on the face of this earth. And he's proud to be racist. Fuck Tom Cotton. So in Layton's Tom Cotton fuckery, y'all gotta vote this motherfucker out next election, man. Real talk. It's it's just it has to happen. I don't think nobody's opposing him though. We gotta find something. I don't give a fuck. I think we, I think Sleepy can run for his position. Facts. <laughs> Easily win. Uh Senator Tom Cotton pitches a bill to prohibit the use of federal funds to teach 1619 Project. Uh, Cotton has introduced legislation that takes aim at the teaching of the 1619 Project, an initiative from the New York Times, of all people, that reframes American history around the date of August 1619 when the first slave ship arrived on America's shores. A statement from the Senator's office Announcing the bill introduction states that the legislation will be titled the Saving American History Act of 2020 and will prohibit the use of federal funds to teach the 1619 Project by K-12 schools or school districts. Schools that teach the 1619 Project would also be ineligible for federal professional development grants. What kind of sick motherfucker is that? So basically, he don't want to teach about slavery. Right, you can't teach nothing about slavery. The uh, the home on the loans that affected everyone else when the uh, military got back from the war, the GI bills, all of that. He don't want to talk about none of that bullshit. He trying to whitewash the uh, history. Basically, trying to keep them history books the same. Yeah, he's trying to keep that uh, white pharaoh, that white Cleopatra in that motherfucker. And the the fact that uh, you want to, this is what you want to stand on. It just further lets me know where you what your what your mindset is. You ain't a shit motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't a shit motherfucker. What? Um, and the thing is, he trying to bring up old quotes from past leaders saying that uh, slavery was a necessary. Uh, what's that? What is necessary what is evil? A necessary Crazy. evil. If they said that, and, and you gonna quote that. But you, you want to go back and say, well, I don't feel the same way. I'm just quoting past leaders. Nigga, you retweeted that shit. You retweeted. Not only that, those was past leaders during slavery. Right. That's what it's that's not that. like it was like, you didn't hear Clinton say that shit. <laughs> shit. Clinton might have locked motherfuckers up off of three strikes and got his dick sucked. But Clinton never said, okay, shit. That's slavery was necessary. Shit. Yeah, that slavery was hidden. What? Who? Love that shit. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? So yeah, they, it, once again, you know, you gotta when people show you who they are, you gotta believe them. You gotta believe them. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a misquote. It's not a um, somebody else said it. I just repeated it. No, that's how you feel because you wouldn't have said it if you didn't feel it. Like niggas don't say shit that they don't feel. Right. He meant that shit. He meant that shit. He been meaning every time a, a racial uh, divisive issue comes across. Uh, any legislation, any public issues, he's always on the opposing side of what well, shit. Maybe that nigga need to get beat. <laughs> shit, I felt like shooting a little kid the other day. Like, bruh, bruh, he's been silent. He votes no against any type of legislation that's for the people. And I'm not even talking about just black people, people of color, even the poor white people. Tom don't give a fuck. Tom don't give a fuck about none of y'all. Huck Tom. Shit. Like Huck Finn. Shit. Fuck that nigga. <sighs> Did you see the video 
I'm pretty sure you have. You see the video of the young black lady who set the car on fire? Yes, I did. And the shit blew up in her face? Yes, I did. And are you okay? Are you okay? Um, Before I read the story, I kept seeing this video popping up my timeline. I'm like, I know you saw my page at least four times. I don't understand. I'm like, why do people keep posting this shit? Like, what the fuck? I ain't have time. To, I ain't have the energy looking to what the fuck happened. But everybody had their parodies on it and shit. And uh, it was, after I took time looking to it as a young lady, uh, she set fire. It was reported. She set fire to one of her associates' car. Mm-hmm. You almost got your whole head blew off. Oh, face. For an associate. For an associate. You want, It's not even your man. They ain't say that it was your, your fiance, nigga. your husband. None of that shit. <laughs> you, Just the motherfucker you know. <laughs> no, a nigga you fuck with. That pissed you off. Dog, you almost lost your life over a nigga they only give you the credit Did for. Did you not read or have any homegirls that set cars on fire before? I mean, you got no fire safety buddies. I saw the Angela Bassett uh, video clip yeah. side by side. I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. To look at two, I said, okay, I get it, I get it. She yeah. tried it. It was an epic fail. Epic, epic fail. I think the only reason why her whole face is not burnt off because she had a mask and some glasses on. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason. I mean, COVID saved her life. But that shit still is scarred up. It's scarred up, but it's not burnt up because that, bur- that flame up. set her ass down. It put a dent in the car next to her. <laughs> knocked her ass back. I think the funniest one I saw was when that chick was singing that gospel song over it. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. That was a bomb and Gilead. Boom. That, was a, that shit had, I seen that shit like 10 times, bro. <laughs> that was a bomb and Gilead. Oh, Boom. shit. Oh, that shit was too funny. That dude who does the voiceover shit was funny as well, too. Yeah, man. Uh, they, again with a K. I can't remember his name. Yeah, they that, that read her down through there. Oh, man, that shit was funny. I'm glad she's okay. I am. I too. mean, I know your intentions was uh, ill, but you don't want to, you know, fuck your life up. You don't want to die over that. You don't want to die with a fucking uh, one of your associates. <laughs> she died. She blew an associate's car. An associate? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? You got all that negative energy to pour an associate? Associate? But he probably whole married. Hell yeah, with three kids and a side bitch. You got to explain why your goddamn goddamn whip on fire. Even side bitch like, girl, what did you do? You fucking up for everybody. Yeah, now we get to work. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, that probably wasn't his car. Hell no, it was baby mama's. Man. (laughs) Niggas be lying like they rich. Man. Damn, it's a bombing. (laughs) You stupid. That shit was funny. Oh, man. Um. Uh, more injustice. The uh, Montana man by the name of William Edward Miller Jr. was charged with 64 child sex crimes. Gets deferred prison sentence. Man, that's some shit. After accepting a plea deal from prosecutors, William Edward uh, Miller Jr., because they keep saying Montana man 52 times in the first five paragraphs. I want y'all to know this motherfucking name. Was charged with 64 individual counts, including rape, and sexual abuse of children may never spend any time behind bars after receiving a one-year deferred prison sentence on Monday. The judge, Elizabeth Best, which she was not at her best, um, Miller would be on unsupervised probation for the next year 
If after the 51-year-old has committed no other crimes, the entire matter will be expunged from his record. 64 counts. 64 counts. Unsupervised probation. And it's going to be one year was suspended. Because he pled guilty. You pled guilty? He pled guilty? (laughs) For 64 counts. And your plea deal is like you get one year unsupervised probation. probation. Bro, that that privilege is lovely, bro. That privilege is just. I just need to touch the hem of a privileged person. Hem of a privilege. Just touch my paycheck. Oh. Lord. Oh, that's different, that's bro. That's way different, man. Dog, we live in two different worlds. Two different worlds. No wonder why they don't get it. Man. They, he just raped 64 kids. and You know, it's like, hey, you know what, though? You're white. He was probably pissed off about that probation. one year probation, too. Yeah, yeah. This is some bullshit. That's bullshit. This is some injustice Didn't going on. Didn't I just on. tell you I did it? That should be enough. I should feel somewhat sorry for it. Oh. Jesus. I need y'all to protest for me, man. Jesus. Like, march on my behalf. March on Washington for me. Man. That's terrible. That's horrible. That's just... That's just horrible. So we talked about prior on this podcast how um, people were saying that uh, comedian talk show host Ellen DeGeneres was not the nicest person in the world. I believe it. And, you know, she treats people rough and, and, you know, she don't let people talk to them. Right. Well, they don't let them talk to her and shit. You got to go through certain people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was t- it was said that, you know, Steve Harvey does the same thing. Right. You, you got to go through certain people to get to me. Right. I get to, you get to a certain level. Because people just walking in on them. Everybody can't, everybody can't get my energy. Right. I got too much going on. I need some blocks. Yeah. You got to go through certain uh, right. avenues to get to me. But now they're on a full-fledged investigation on the uh, Ellen show because they had over 12 people file a complaint about uh, harassment, um, discrimination, racial slurs by producers and shit. So the whole show under investigation. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so they got, they got statements from over 11 people. They going to fuck up the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> that, that, you know, it's not the nicest place to work at. The uh, the CEOs of the company, I forgot what they are. Let me look it up. But they say they hate that anybody felt that way uh, that worked on a show that they, you know, produce. But um, I don't know what's going to come of it, but, you know, the Ellen show ain't where it's at. Where it's, at. it's not popping. Well, you know, this COVID shut a lot of shit down. Yeah. Like that fake shit they've been doing, you know, you can't, you know, you usually can sugarcoat over the fake shit. Yeah. Have a bunch of people on, give them a lot of gifts and shit, you know, it's all swept under the rug. Right. Nobody wanted to just check in for Ellen at home by herself with the producer outside the window right now. No. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> nobody here for that. You can't dance. The blackout FaceTime. You can't dance your way out of you this shit. You can't dance your way out of this shit, man. Man, when I watched that uh, uh, Seinfeld, you know, uh, Comedians and cars. Mm-hmm. She he had Ellen on there. Now when I tell you it was an awkward ass show, like you could tell they know each other, but the chemistry was just off as shit. Yeah, like something ain't right with that woman. Now, I don't know if she did any of the shit they accused him of, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I hope that's not the case though. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. She how. does she does spread her wealth very well in the community. She do. I mean, right. and maybe it's it's not her that's right. that's doing it because 
in the reports, it doesn't say that Ellen has said anything racial to anybody, has any, discriminated nobody. She's not a very nice person. Right. And she doesn't really take a lot of uh, outside people. Right. So, you know, I There's mean. There's a difference between being kept to yourself and being a bitch yeah. opposed to being like uh, one of the people to let everybody. You can't let everybody in, man, especially at that level. Yeah. I'm feeding too many motherfucking people right now. Yeah, so they're, they said it's a toxic work. Uh, place environment. Um, there's producers who've used racial slurs. Uh, people have been fired for taking leave for like uh, bereavement and medical leave. Dang. Come back without a job. Black employees comment about racial comments by other senior staff. So it hasn't been directly linked to Ellen, mm-hmm. but the show is on uh, on on notice right now. So let's see how that shit go. Let's, let us pray. You gotta clean. You gotta clean out your closet. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she already came out the closet once. She got to do it again. What's that bullshit. Um, sad news. A black woman was found hanging in her white roommate's garage in Texas. Social media users are demanding answers after Gloria Bambo uh, was found hanging in her white roommate's garage in McKinney, Texas, a suburb of Dallas. The 20-year-old reportedly went missing on July 9th and was not found until July 12th, through, uh, according to a Facebook post. The garage underwent repairs during this time. Uh, the McKinney Police Department made a statement saying they do not uh, report publicly on suicides but felt the need due to public outrage on social media. The department is suggesting this incident was a suicide. Hmm. So what do you think? Historically, black people don't hang themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Uh, but to hang yourself in your white counterpart's garage... Doesn't really, I don't know what I don't know I'm it not there. It just don't quite make sense. Any, I, anytime I hear that that, that whole com, the conversation, it doesn't feel right. It don't it don't just sit well in my spirit. No, you know what I'm saying that you mean to tell me not only did she hang herself in the garage, so for three days no one looked for it. Like no one was like, ooh. The garage under repair. What kind of repair did your garage under that you ain't thought to look in that bitch at least gonna, once? You ain't gonna check on it. Three like, days? And then you, I mean, you don't know that she's there? You don't know she's there? A car not Her there? A car still there, but, but I ain't you know, to Come on, man. Yeah. That shit don't make no sense. You might say that for your mama. Yeah. Shout out to friend Kendra Fisher, a former high school classmate, claimed she was murdered and created a petition to demand justice. Fisher called her death a lynching in broad daylight. Police refused to share any other information to the family. That's right. That's right. Our law and order only gave her a paragraph of information. Her enemies are so convinced on erasing her life and her story that they hijacked Gloria's social media, said in the petition. Social media users are using their platforms to also raise awareness for the case, making the story viral. So y'all salute. Keep the story going. Yeah, it, it don't it don't feel right. And we need Brown Taylor's killers to be brought to justice. Uh, where we wanna go next? 
you see the uh, video of the guy um, that came down to Harris in Arkansas? Yeah, the Black Lives Matter sign. Yes, I was recording. not shocked after the first fifteen seconds. Yo, I I posted that, and a lot of folks from that's not from Arkansas was like, "Yo, dude, what the fuck? Do they know they can be recorded?" I think they do. They I don't do. think they give a fuck. They don't give no fuck. This is Harrison. Like Harrison, I've never been to Harrison, and I know about Harrison. I've went through that bitch and moved swiftly out of that bitch. They have signs up. Land saying you niggas better not be out past six. Straight up, straight up. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, so, um, I forgot where the guy was from. I want to say he's from Philly or somewhere. He's he's not from here. Can't be. He can't. He can't be. Can't be. <laughs> he can't, can't be. be. <laughs> Arkansas don't fuck with Harrison. Let alone you look from Philly. Yeah, man. <laughs> Motherfucker, one day told me they got a uh, they got a job opening. For me one time, I said, "Okay, cool," but it's it's out in Harrison. As a white guy, I was like, are you fucking with me? <laughs> are you serious? And he was like, "Yeah, man, it's gonna be a great opportunity for you." And like, nah, you gotta be fucking with me, bro. Like, hey, let's, let's change the subject. Let's, just, let's move on. Either you, either you fucking with me, or you just don't know. I remember one time I had a dude story. She was like, "Yeah, we got a uh, story down in Harrison with the little skills." Excuse me. Nah, you might as well switch that story to somebody else, ma'am. I'm not going down driving down there for that. Not doing that. I'm not coming back. I'm not. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because no. I don't give a fuck. So what's your story over here? Because I brought it with you today. What I'm not doing is going down to do that motherfucking story. Nope. Not going to be able to do it. Mm-mm. At all. At all. But I wasn't shocked when the motherfuckers showed their true colors in that damn video. I was happy to see, actually. Like, they kept it 100, though, at least. Yeah. Like, this is what we deal with, people. Yeah. And their cousins live in Little Rock, so they just quieter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, they just not as bold because they need their job. Yeah. So, then you know. That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. Um, Rodney King, uh, you remember Rodney King, of course, R.I.P. Uh, you know, uh, his beating was caught on camera. Rodney King died? Rodney King been dead. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. He died of uh, accidental drowning, actually, though. Get out of here. Yes, sir. Damn. Yes, sir. I just found out about the drowning today. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, drowning? The more you know. The more you know. I thought it was just old age. I ain't know Rodney King died. Yeah, Rodney King been dead since 2012. Okay. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Well, the camera that was used to record the Rodney King be- uh, uh, beating is up for auction. Starting bid is $225,000. The owner of the camera is uh, George Holiday. He used the camera back on March 3rd, 1991, when he shot the horrific scene from his apartment balcony in L.A. When he captured... Uh, what he captured eventually set off the 1992 L.A. riots after the four white cops involved were acquitted in the criminal trial. Yep. Holiday refer- referred to the significance of his camera and how it's more relevant today than ever saying, hope this video camera inspires people to use their power to record events and they find uh, that they find troubling. He added, don't be afraid to use it. I wonder what his life was like after he recorded that and and. Put it out there. I know, right? This is before like social media. Man, he like, was white, so I'm saying though, like you, you, he snitched on his own clan. Yeah, you, you, people, you, you, you broke, you broke the code. You broke the code. 
Yeah, so it took more. it took a lot of courage to break that code. Yeah, I honestly think if it weren't for him being white to turn that mo- uh, that video footage over to the uh, news, the news reporters, the news, it no, wouldn't even got here. It came up missing. Came up missing like a motherfucker. What video? What video? What you talking about? Rodney who? <laughs> who? I know you got some prior. Talking about Martin Luther King? <laughs> nah, he been there, bro. What you talking about? Yeah, that's uh, crazy though. Yeah, crazy in the motherfucker. Yeah, that video changed the world. It did. You know. It did, and it, it it sparked off. You know what? We can record these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Let's do. It started a movement of recording police. If it wasn't for cameras recording these police, a lot of shit would even be known, yeah. and we'd be like ten years, fifteen, twenty years behind than where we are right now. So salute. I hope someone that actually uh, does purchase it donates it to uh, a black museum, or you know. Ronnie King's family or something. Right. The yeah. money for, yeah, something. Don't, you know, do something with it. Don't make a money grab out for a significant thing. Do right by it. That's all I ask. All right. Uh, anything else? I'm out. He said, I'm out. I got one last story. Mm. All right, and this is just a scenario for you. Uh, I'm going to tell you the story, and this, I'm going to ask you, what would you do? It's called Paradise Lost, eviction looms for a hermit living alone on an Italian island. For more than 30 years, Mario Miranda has been the sole inhabitant of a beautiful island in the, uh, in the Meridian Sea. He hoped to make his lifelong home, but, not, uh, but that is now under threat. Italy's answer to Robinson Crusoe <laughs> faces eviction from the Isle of Bernardini off the coast of Serradini. If he doesn't voluntarily leave, which he has no intention of doing, Mario been there for thirty years. He uh, basically Mario went there. He found the, ex- the island by accident. He was sailing uh, thirty-one years ago. Found it, accidentally hit it, fell in love with it. Went back, said, "I'm never leaving this bitch again." Uh, Mario's built him a little shack, a little home. Yeah, Mario said, out of thirty-one years of living there, he's never been sick. Never been uh, seriously ill or injured, no broken bones or body. Just living off the land peacefully. So they want him to leave? They want him to leave because they finna build a conservative uh, station there. Damn, they always trying to take out the indigenous people, man. Always, man. <laughs> and they tearing up that beach. And he's like, somebody made the statement. It took 10,000 years to make that island. It took the uh, man 20 years to tear down. Man, but uh, he built his own solar panels on the island. He got his own little electricity. He collects his own rainwater and filters it out. You know, just living off the land, man. Humble, humble man. But it's so beautiful and peaceful. I ain't mad at him. He's like, I don't have friends. I got books. <laughs> he said, he said you can count on books. They ain't gonna turn on you, and you gonna learn something from them. <laughs> I was like, that's some real shit. So right he been out there for thirty years by himself. Thirty-one years by himself. That nigga fucking coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the shit out them coconuts. Dog, you gotta be fucking something, dog. He, he like, fucking them flowers. He's out for a couple botanists. Boy, I don't know how you deal. How you dealing with that? Thirty-one years. He gotta, he gotta uh, bring the boat in the mainland for you know every blue boo. Like once a month, let me go and drop this forty dollars <laughs> somewhere. Where you getting forty dollars from? You man? know what I'm saying? Shuckles. He comes sells aluminum cans and shit. He bring lobsters over there. Bring, like, you know, he bring good fat lobsters and shit. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, would you, could you see yourself living on a remote island by yourself for definitely, 30 more years? Definitely, <laughs> Without hesitation. Definitely. I can, I can see myself, like, you ain't got to deal with people. Right. I can. No taxes. No, no I, I mean, the, 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 the humbug of, you know, the interaction, the, the people factor. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. The only thing that I just have a problem with. There's no hoes in that bucket. No hoes on the island. There's no hoes on the island. It's an island, so, you know, if you sell it the right way, bitch, I got an island. No, man, once you tell people about the island, they're going to come. They're going to come. And then they want to come back. Come back, And yeah. then they're going to bring somebody. It's going to be a plus one. Now everybody, now it's a turn up. Now my, Get the fuck out of my island, no, man. The humble abode is, is ruined. It's ruined. So you can't tell nobody. But, uh, no. yeah, I don't know. I, I could do it. You know, just I just got to. You gotta I gotta figure out the whole system. I got Lou William. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. Gotta go get some wings. I gotta. Find, I gotta get some wings gotta somewhere. Go get some man. wings, man. I got some wings somewhere. Man. You know they got some wings close. Yeah, <laughs> wings is one of the oldest industries in the business. Yeah, it's been it's from the from the start of time. Start of time, they yeah. always made wings. They always had wings around. <laughs> you just gotta make sure that your wings don't come back to your house. You know, so you make sure the wings not undercooked either. <laughs> <laughs> no, no wrong no wings. wrong wings. <laughs> <laughs> right there, Dad. That's the name of the show. <laughs> Fact. Oh God, man, it's just life. You know, what I'm saying just real life rules. Could you do it? Uh, that's a long time. I could, but I could. You couldn't do it. I could do. It. I need some uh, electricity or entertainment. Just give me my TV show. Like, if I can watch my TV shows or whatnot, that'd be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, find a coconut, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe get a watermelon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Switch it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep it kinky. Yeah. <laughs> On the weekends, get you a mango. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I say, really want to get an orange. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Double stack them bitches. Is that grapefruit? <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't put it in the pee hole. <laughs> be screaming. Oh man, yeah, retarded. Oh no, raw chicken. That's not what we said. What we say? No raw wings. No raw wings. Hey, anything else? Hey, let's take a commercial break. Shot cash happy bartender. We'll be right back. Econo Auto Detail is a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Auto Detail. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys. She can create it. Check her out on Facebook or RG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG. Addicted craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time 
or they don't have enough energy. It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Stout, one of the best in the business. You can find him at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holler at Chris Staff. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. Act two. Yeah. We're back. We're back. Time for movies, TV, music, Fix my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you tried it. Tried it. <laughs> it was too far away. <laughs> oh, that shit. Oh, that shit. <laughs> Man, act two. Yeah. We got a lot of movies, TV shows to talk about. Let's get into the shy. Okay. All right. Go straight into it, man. Um, I'm so sick of the shy, bro. Oh man, I'm so sick of it. They really just like go ahead. I'm gonna let you talk first. Um, I just think that, like we said last week, they're just trying to find their way. Mm-hmm. They're trying to rebound from the whole debacle with Brandon and shit. All right, and it's a whole different show. Really, is. um, the the conversation or the the storyline they're trying to. It's not really a storyline. It's just like they just fishing for shit, and it gets weirder every week. Very much so. The whole shit with Keisha is is weird. Like, girl. Why are we still here? When you escaped the first time, why'd you stop running? You check all-star. You should have been free-free by now. They got a weird-ass dude. And then the, uh, the homeless dude showed up. He heard her. He went in the house. He heard the girl screaming. I thought eventually he would come back, back and do some shit. No, t- she's still there. She take Miss Ethel to the strip club. <laughs> right. <laughs> Miss Ethel turned up, too. To the strip club. To the strip club. You killed Miss Ethel. It was too much for her heart. <laughs> it was... It was, <laughs> 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 it was It was. dope that uh, they went, they, uh, Emmett and his old lady went to the dispensary, and it was Brandon's cousin. That right, right. right. He, I like this Brandon's he got his, cousin. He got his own dispensary. I'm glad he... Nice dispensary, yeah, too. I met, ain't seen one that nice before. He's back in the show. That's dope. Right. At least there's some, some uh, relevance of the pre- previous, previous, you know, yeah. shy. So I'm glad he's back there. Um it's it's just it's just weird, man. Emmett be overstepping all the time, though. Huh? Emmett is a constant line stepper. Yeah, he's a habitual line crosser. Yeah, habitual. Yeah, like bro, sometimes be quiet. Just shut the fuck. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Like like it worked out this time in your favor. It couldn't. It could went. It could went that. real bad real quick. Yeah. Real quick, but no, you gotta always run your mouth, and then like you could probably even made right by race. Like, you could have went to that man, gave him some of the money that he made from the show. Mm-hmm. from the, Not the show, but from the nights that you was working overnight. Like, you said you was going to do. Like, this was my plan. I apologize for not breaking, but nah, not you. Not you. You go fuck up somebody else's business. I'm like, man. What you think about the, uh, do you believe in tarot card readings? Uh, no. Well, 
Mm-hmm. So the uh, woman that ran off that, uh, yeah, some bad shit coming. She just looked at who you fucking. What's that bitch name? <laughs> Her name is Lala. <laughs> Do you believe? Oh, shit. He ain't fucking Lala no more. Lala gone. Shit. He, the business gone. Yeah. yeah. He, he, and he never fucked Lala, but you know. You believe in him? I, I want to. You want to believe in him? I really want to. Oh, you talking about the tarot cards? Yeah. I don't know, man. That shit is some weird voodoo. Anything can happen, hell, Trump president, so anything can happen. I know a lot of people who, uh, I don't say a lot, I know people who are involved with the tarot card readings and, mm-hmm. you know, energy of the earth and shit like that, like witches and shit. Um, I don't knock anybody's belief, you know, so I just right. hope, you know, I mean, if it is what it is, so if the if the cards, you know, will tell a story, then, you know, I'm here to listen to it. I'm here to listen. Heck yeah. What'd you think about Jack and his brother? Unnecessary conversation, man. Yeah, like so. it was it just it I understand you wanna get you wanna put a uh you gotta get to a point where you, you can put these two together in the scene mm-hmm. to understand why they're doing what they're doing. But all day, like y'all, he had somewhere to go. He really had somewhere else to he be. He had somewhere to go. Y'all, y'all want to go play, shoot basketball and shit? Now I'm going to go shoot basketball. You going to go break into a trap house? Yeah, then you going to break into a trap house? You could have did that shit by yourself. <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck? He did it because he knew old boy was looking for him. Right. So he's he not going to do nothing to him while, you know, he there. But it, it, it was just forced. Y'all, y'all shooting basketballs in Chicago weather with, with jackets on. Like, I don't, <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing? What the fuck, man? I, I just it's, it's it's they trying so hard. They trying so hard, man. It's just it's just it's just different, you man. You got Papa looking bad out there. Now you know damn well, Papa, you want to be able to hold no damn wedding cake and hands. When he dropped the cake, I said, "This nigga." This I was so frustrated with Papa. I was like, "Really, bro? Really? <laughs> Chill out. Chill out." <laughs> so they they say uh, Jake likes uh, Kevin's old lady. That's what I've been hearing. That's what the rumors are. That's what they're like. You don't like it because you, you like her. Yeah. I don't like her. I don't know, man. It's, I don't think he would disrespect kids like that. I think the uh, I, the dope part about it is, like, you know, the backstory, how, you know, Keisha was doing that shit for Kev every, his every birthday and mm-hmm. how he missed that and, you know, and then she she asks a favor to call Kevin for his birthday, and she don't say shit. Right, like bitch, you don't scream, say nothing. I'm alive, nigga. <laughs> Keep looking for me. <laughs> help, help, help. I'm in a basement. I'm in a basement. I'm on Four Five Street. <laughs> Come get a bitch. <laughs> Something, man. Something. That was your one chance out, bitch. Yeah. Cut this girl hair. Oh man, it's just it's just an odd time in this damn show, bro. It really is, man. I, I don't, don't know, know how they're gonna pull it out. I don't know how they're gonna pull it. They all don't together. have a strong like central lead character besides Kevin, and they have no storyline. They really don't. They have no storyline. It just went. It's like seven shit. different stories happening at one time, right? And none of them like really like they were. Like at first, they all. One led to the other. One led to the other. One, one, when one character left the situation, they go to the next character. Right. It transcends to that one. But everybody got their own story going on. It's like, it's too much. Way too much. It's, it's too all much. over the place. It's all over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah. And all these kids go to the same school. So we see all the parents at the PTA meets. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Let's get that together. 
Good luck, Sha. I'm rooting for you. I'm going to watch. Yeah. Uh, we watched Code 8, uh, the movie Saturday. This movie here it had the potential to be awesome. But the ending was one of the biggest letdowns. Like, what? That's it? We we went, we set up through all this shit for this? Basically, Code 8 is about this um, this world where uh, the mutant uh, people with mutant powers or whatnot or whatever. Uh, are the outcasts as usual and uh, it's about them trying to fight back for a little piece of rights or just try to heal his mama yeah and the shit went so dumb low for like what the fuck was the point of this of all of this so I don't know it's, it's set up for a sequel but I don't say how the sequel gonna do any damn thing but we'll see I mean, it was cool watching it. Right, um, it's a good background uh, movie. Yeah, it just it just dwindled down. Yeah, it dwindled down real quick. Like this, it, it was we was wanting so much more. Uh, Agents of Shield still going. Uh, yeah, they keep going back and forth the time shit. I figure out a way to hurry up and wrap this shit up. Get this shit together. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. Star Girl, they killing them kids off on the Star Girl. That shit went real dark real quick. Mm. Then it came right back to being pop. Uh, it's busy with say foo foo shit. Uh, ain't shit. Then it came back to town, basically just to get the locket that he gave her because they worth some money. So he go pawn them bitches off because he that broke. I'm like damn, you really ain't shit, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Black Clover dropping new episodes, but the uh, one movie that I was very proud of and it was happy that came and represented that I didn't know it was going to be a movie. I thought it was just going to be an episode. Goblin Slayer, uh, Goblin Crown. Yo, that shit was hard. Great anime movie. If you into the uh, anime Goblin Slayer, check out the movie. It goes hard. It was dope. Lots of killer, lots of action. That shit was dope. That shit was dope. And my last movie segue into the music segment Will be the DMX versus Snoop Dogg versus. Yeah. Yo, what did you think? Oh, I was up in this. I'm glad I said that bitch for tonight. Because I was in this bitch hype like I was at a concert my damn self. I was like, I got a free concert. I feel like they're in the living room with me. Every time Snoop said, roll up, nigga, I'm rolling. Hold up. Yeah. Um, now, the, those that don't know, I'm the hugest. DMX fan. Hugest. I mean, the biggest DMX fan. That's my guy. Earl Simmons, that's my guy. Hey, uh, Top five, in my opinion, as far as my favorite artists. Um, but one thing, I didn't watch it live. I didn't, for one, I was doing shit. But um, I didn't want to, I didn't know what Earl Simmons was going to come out. No one knew what Earl Simmons was going to come I ain't want to see Drugged Out Earl. I ain't right. want to see, like, you know, Forgetting Your Lines Earl. I, I didn't know. I ain't want to see him in a, in a bad light because that's right. my dude. Right. Um, so when I watched it, when I sit, sit down and watched it, I, was, I wasn't I was disappointed. At all, bro. This the, is Uncle uh, DMX. It wasn't bad DMX. It was like, okay. Yeah, it, the interaction between him and Snoop was genuine. I love that. That was, was the male version of Jill Scott Erica Erykah Badu. It was. It was, it, was one <laughs> of the, it was one of the best verses i seen. I I still Thanks. think uh, Jada, I mean, <laughs> I still think Erica Badu and Jill Scott have the best one. <laughs> oh, Jada. Uh, but this one is probably number two. Yeah, I love Jada Kiss and Fabulous, right? Because they got down. Yeah, but 
DMX and Snoop, OGs. OGs of the game. And what I appreciate about uh, DMX, even though he didn't rap every lyric, you know, he got a little winded. Right. Um, he did his he did his his research because every time Snoop played a song, he had a a, a counter for that song. He had something for him. Like when Snoop had that, you know, what's my motherfucking name? Then 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 motherfucking DMX came. What what's, what's my, my name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You go with the woman song. I go with the, with the woman song. song. Like oh. it was, he did a good job. And I think, and people were saying on Twitter that you know Snoop Dogg downplayed his catalog, so he didn't like embarrass DMX as far as with his range. And I see that because a lot of songs he could have did that charted right. that he could have played. Right. But all in all, the, the the battle was dope. They went together. They meshed well together. Like yeah. and people was wearing like East Coast, West Coast. I don't know. Like they ain't nah. They made that. That shit was spiritual because they started with a prayer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And during the whole segment, even during the, the breaks, they talked about real shit. Mm-hmm. They gave you hip-hop history. You didn't even know that DMX got, uh, where my, uh holly, get at me, dog. Get at me, dog, from, from Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just, I love that type of karate. Just hearing the background. And I like Snoop host. To me, Snoop was kind of like the host of it. And uh, yeah. it just, I was like, let, he let DMX be comfortable in his space. Yeah. You know, especially DMX came all the way out there. Yeah. And Swiss out there, you know, they all was just having a good time. Man, Swiss man. came to the battle. You knew Swiss was going to show up, DMX. He said, you got your rock with you. Got your rock with you. DMX had me laughing so hard, Russell. You got your beanie. You got your rock with everything. Yeah. He like, how many got? 1.5. I see 10. I see 10, man. <laughs> <laughs> so was like, motherfucker, you stupid, man. <laughs> I see 10. Show me 1.5. Uh, yeah, we had seven minutes. Seven minutes, man. You blowing this shit up, bro. <laughs> it was dope, man, because they all friends and they all right. you know, rock with each other. And it was it was like, you know, it wasn't forced. I it love was- seeing that black men camaraderie. For real, for real. And it was like, when I know weak football shit. They was spitting on some real shit. And then this, ah, uh, you, you don't want to shit on the movement because it's a beautiful thing that needs to happen in the Me Too movement. But that's testosterone, the, you know, that, that male energy. That's still needed in the society too, man. Yeah, and I think it was love. Because, it was love. Like, when when Snoop played songs, DMX back there rapping every line. Every shit. fucking line. And he then, said, no, that's my shit. That's my every shit. Every time I'm beefing with my, my baby mama, I play that I shit. I play shit. Bitches ain't shit, shit but hoes and chicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, motherfucking Snoop back there said, I'm the hype man, man. I got I got your ad lib. He said, you mind, you mind if I just in the background? Can I do your background vocals? Yeah. <laughs> it was dope. And there was there two... A quote unquote super thugs of the industry weren't scared to tell each other. Y'all, I love you, brother. Yeah. I love you, man. I, I'm very proud of everything you're doing and what you accomplishing. Yeah, I love seeing that. That that's, that's, that's necessary. Very much necessary. It was man. dope, man. It was a dope experience, man. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, I really felt like I got a free concert. <laughs> you know, yeah. in, in then, my living know, room. My goddamn my my my. My DMX stand came out, man. Every song he played, I like, oh, that's my shit. That's my shit. And the next one, oh, that's my shit. <laughs> next one, oh, that's my shit. Oh, man. It was so many times I was standing up in this bitch, like, <laughs> like, they told me, so I was like, I'm going to lose my voice for this show. I just got this motherfucker back. Yeah. <laughs> shit, it was so good. Yeah, I'm rapping every line in that motherfucker. Yo. Yo. 
What must I go through to show you shit is real? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nigga, let's go. <laughs> then he played my baby, Liv. Then he played my other baby, Kim. I was like, come on, X. Mm-hmm. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> shit, it was a good time. You know that damn Snoop Dogg beautiful is my shit. Yeah. That's my little go-to. Yeah, that's that shit. That was a dope-ass battle. That was dope, man. I I had fun watching that battle. It wasn't a, a struggle to watch it. Yeah. Some of them be struggles. Like, struggles. sometimes the artists be way too fucked up. Yeah. And because I've been there before, I get it. <laughs> but still. Like, you know, when I think uh, Lil Jon and uh, T-Pain had a good one. They right. had a, a nice interaction Yeah, when they did theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was dope. Neo and Austin. They had a good one. I ain't, I ain't watched that one, though. That was pretty damn good. I must give it up to them. But Manny Fresh and... Uh, uh, <sighs> Scott Storch, it it wasn't it wasn't organic. It was like y'all don't even know each other like that, right? Or for like when Manny started putting them them this uh, commercials in his goddamn battle that he pre recorded, it was like, what is that about, bro? Like that's not necessary. Like like he's 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 torching he he's torching ass right now. <laughs> you need to get back to life. Yeah. So it that that. DMX and, and Snoop Dogg really showed that, you know, niggas in the industry really fuck with each other. Facts. And that was dope. Facts. Shout and out it, Blaze, man. He was up here. We watched it together. One time for Blaze. One time for Blaze, man. Yeah. <laughs> he was up here just as hype as I was. He's like, you remember this shit? I'm like, hell yeah, I remember this shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> we was rapping along every damn league. <laughs> yeah, DMX changed my fucking life. Man, flesh my flesh, blood of my blood. Dark and hell is hot, bro. Bro, dog, when that dark hell is hot came on, I was looked at Blaze and said, right now, if I'm something else is over here, he would be losing his shit. I know every word, <laughs> every word to them two albums. <laughs> every word. And I rapped every word. Yo, I was happy he played that 54321 with the LA joint. Like, yes, people sleep on that verse, but that motherfucker spit on that bitch. Yeah, Kim called me. She was like, you watching this shit? I said, I'm not right now. Yo, how the fuck a, you missing this one? I said I can't right I'm now. I'm at work right now. Yeah, so, uh, when I watched it, man, I had a whole concert. It was dope. It was dope. It was dope as fuck. It was dope, man. Good Salute. job. Great job, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Kings, for that. We needed that, man. I needed that for for real, for real. Yeah. And that's my segue into my into the music. All right, so. What did I listen to? All right, so J. Cole dropped two singles. He sure did. Um, he sure the fuck did. Louis Street. Um, the Climb, the climb back. back and Lion King on Ice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I hope a project is coming. Yes, sir. I'm always a fan of J. Cole. Damn. He always going to give you something. Go on. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for that. Uh, one time for J. Cole. Uh, Kevin Gates put out a single called Difficult. Before you go to Kevin, mm-hmm. what's your favorite track out of those two that he dropped? Uh, the Climb Back or The Lion King or Vice? I got to listen to it again. Like, I, I listen to him, but I yeah. ain't digging to him. Like, J. Cole, you can't just, you know, brush over. Yeah, I listen to them bitches on repeat this weekend. Okay, I ain't digging to him that deep. Oh, man, yeah. So which yeah. one your favorite? The Climb Back. Okay. The Climb Back, uh, the way he just broke down... Just the same shit we've been saying all the time, you know. Saying one, uh, he talked about being in the pandemic, being quarantined, and coming out of it, 
And then talking about getting rid of the old friends and the fake friends, you know, just focusing on yourself and handling your business and protecting your family. He spoke on all that good shit, man. That climb back was something dope. Yeah. And then I so I kept hearing that. But I said, let me let me let me just put them both on. Because there's only two track EPs. So let me just put both of these bitches on repeat. Yeah. And they really dig into them. That Lion King of Ice, though, ooh, it's a sneak thinker. It's a sneak thick. Thick piece that'll mm-hmm. come up on you like blood on my hands. I'm like, oh shit, let me, let me go dive into this bitch a little bit more. Yeah, yo, they both go hard, but the climb back is probably my favorite so far out of those two. But that could change with J. Cole because you know, a good road trip, you'd be like, I didn't even hear that bar, right? It changed my whole perspective, <laughs> but yeah. I gotta dig into it a little deeper. Yeah, yeah. I br- I brushed over. I listened to it, but I didn't look, like. You gotta sit down and listen to J Cole. Yeah, you really do. You really uh, do. Kevin Gates got a single called uh, "Difficult." Mm-hmm. Um, he touched on you know the sex tape that got leaked. You know niggas went impressed and shit. Uh, y'all been um, looking at another nigga the sex tape trying not to be impressed. But uh, I'm a fan of Kevin Gates. Um, he's a little different as where he at right now as a, as his mindset, like when he, his Instagram, like he either deep or he way out there. And I guess this is what most geniuses are. Like either you, right. you, you a genius or you're insane. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what Kevin Gates is at right now. Um, Lupe Fiasco dropped the uh, EP um, called a house. It's not a home. And <laughs> it's, it's five tracks. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of Lupe Fiasco. <coughs> and I'll put Lupe in my, um, I'll put him at, like, six man. Oh, oh. I'll definitely put, ambitious. I'll put Lupe in my six man. Like, okay. He not top five of me, though, but it's, I'm not, I'm not far as, like, rappers in, in, in general, my mm. favorite rapper. Oh, okay. your favorite. My favorite rapper. Personal. Yeah, personally, my favorite right. rapper. And I put him at, at six man. Because mm-hmm. uh, Food and Liquor is amazing. Dope. Uh, the, Dope. The Cool is amazing. Just kick. Um, the, the, those albums are like, the, the double entendres are so amazing with Lupe. When when Lupe was on uh, Kanye West track. Right. When I first heard him, I was like, this nigga's different. You know. When Kanye was Kanye. Yeah, you're trying to hold a coming like contraceptives. Like, that <laughs> shit is, like, th- those lines right there is so ridiculous. So, I'm a huge fan of Lupe. So, the house is basically, he's he's out there. Like, when he did lasers, he's way out there. Right. And he's he hasn't come back since. <laughs> it was a good rocket ride. Yeah, but he did a whole track about dinosaurs. <laughs> like, dinosaurs. Was it a double entendre or something? It, I listened to it a couple of times. It wasn't. He rapped about dinosaurs. Maybe like, it was like crayons. And I don't know. It, it, he was he was doing like, you know, how how uh, pterodactyls are like what birds are today. And, you know, they were here first. And Maybe he got a PBS chick. I don't know. <laughs> but the bars are there. Always. I'm he like, got bars. But I'm like, why you rapping about dinosaurs? <laughs> Um, and then you know we talk about shoes. The 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 single he dropped was just dope. Um, but at the end of the day, it's called House because he was like, um, in order to get out this motherfucking pandemic, y'all niggas need to stay in the house. Stay in the motherfucking house. Stay in the house. So 
I I enjoyed it because the bars are still there. Mm-hmm. It the, the whole EP didn't make sense to me as a collective, right. but uh, the thing is spitting, and I'm a fan of it. Uh, so I don't know. Bring back food and liquor three. <laughs> give me you go go back to your roots real quick. Yeah, give me give me what we want. Um, my new favorite single go out. Shout out to Toby. Try Jesus, <laughs> not me. <laughs> That's my shit. That song's so good. I played it for my parents, and they holler laughing. You know, old folks don't play with uh, uh, making fun of Jesus. <laughs> but, but my dad loved the shit. Yeah. <laughs> he said, because I got them hands. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shout out, Toby. I ain't even finna butcher your last name, Nick Ways. Close enough. I'm not gonna do it, but shout out Toby. Try Jesus, not me. Yeah, that's fact. I like the video as well too. Shout out uh, Jabari out of Texas. Oh, did that? You did your thing on that guitar, brother? Yeah, that was dope. That was dope as shit, man. For real, for real. So, uh, currency, the hot spitter. Hot spitter. He put out a project called the Outrunners. Which you know, currency never lets you down, right? You know, you know what you're gonna get with currency, and he gonna rap about what he do. He gonna rap about what he love. Mm-hmm. He gonna rap about you know, saying smoking weed, old school Chevys. Hey, um, know what you getting into? Fucking with bitches and like, currency is very consistent as an artist, and sometimes that means a lot. Yeah, like you're not gonna. You're not gonna get an album or a project and be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Right? Because I don't always like to be the guinea pig on your finding yourself project. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people are just try just different shit. Just like I just want to try this new sound. Yeah, see what it and, do. Uh, maybe try on EP, not yeah. your album. Yeah, currency. He drop you. He drop you consistent projects that you know what you're gonna get, mm-hmm. and you're gonna enjoy it. Okay. So I was I was a fan of it. I mean. Currency that dude. And I'm going to say my throwback album, and it's really not throwback because it just dropped last year, mm. is um, Rhapsody, uh, Eve. Shout out Rhapsody, man, for real. One time for Rhapsody. What's One she time do? for Rhapsody. And the only, only reason I listen to it is that title, uh, what she did was, you know, her whole last album was, uh, every song title was, Titled over a black female name, mm-hmm. Eve, uh, Queen Latifah, uh, Jada. All these, all these tracks w- were um, named after black women, right? And she broke it up in like six different uh, segments of black women over three projects over title. Okay. So instead of listening to every, you know, all three of them, I went to the original one. <laughs> Let me hear this original. And Rhapsody is dope, man. She's dope. She got bars, man. If I mean, she's amazing. She's this generation's MC Light. Dog, she. I mean, the range is so different, man. Right. Like the things she talk about, like you, she make, she make, uh, women feel good about themselves. Right. And she big them up. Like she's not here to, to beef with nobody. She's not here mm-hmm. to uh, compete with nobody. She give everybody love. In my lane. I um, just love me. I, I love my music. I love you, black women. We are dope. And this is how I feel about y'all. Right. 
And that's that's hard to find right now. Very, everybody very want to compete with each other, and you know they want to be the you know the queen bee. But right. she's like, look, we all black women. We got to rock together. Got to. So rhapsody shit is got hard, to. and that album's dope. Facts. Yeah. And um, is that it? That's all I can do. Yeah, that's all I got, bro. That's all I got in music. All right, my throwback music. Uh, for this week, shout out to BB King. He reco- he recorded his version of "The Thrill Is Gone" in June 1969 for his album "Completely Well," and I got to see BB King live at the Biscuit Festival, and that damn "Thrill Is Gone" is the shit. I went back and listened to the whole album it came from. I was like, damn, damn, that was, that was another legend right there. Yeah, that man played the shit out that guitar, Lucille. Ah, man, yeah, excellent. I didn't know that he didn't actually was uh, he wasn't the first artist to record the Thrillers guy. It was somebody else. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. It's a nice little nugget, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> then all the people that tried to re-record it, and even Aretha uh, took a shot at it, but ain't nobody like BB. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss, because BB shit it out there. And BB took this. It's my track now. Yeah. This is mine. <laughs> no one is going to know you grow this first. So shout out, BB. So they're talking about um, the next verses. There have been rumors about uh, Chris Brown and Usher. I saw Rick Ross and 2 Chains. Rick Ross and 2 Chains. Um, how do you feel about Usher and Chris Breezy? Honestly, hit for hit. We're talking about top 100s. They can go. Oh, definitely. They can go. They go 20 rounds easy. Oh, easy. Easy. I mean, ain't got a lately, like Chris Brown put a lot of music now. He yeah. does. But don't shoot me for this, y'all, because I know y'all Chris Brown fans and shit. And mm-hmm. Y'all Chris Brown fans like to repeat after y'all owners. But uh, a lot of his songs sound alike. Um, a lot yeah. of his later songs. I mean, it's the. Yeah. He, he rap scene. Yeah. He fucking a bitch in the bathroom. Right. Um, you go but, home. I mean, I mean, his whole catalog is not that, though. Not his whole catalog. Yeah. But I'm saying to uh, everybody, like, I got way more songs. Than you do. But the catalogs that we all going to be battling on, yeah. y'all going to go back and forth. For 20 songs, y'all going to go back and forth. Us got the catalog to compete all day, thin song. Yeah. Uh, Chris Brown going to shit on Usher. Shit on Usher. It'd be a good battle. It'd be cool. It'd be a good battle. It'd be cool. I think the only thing to make it a good battle if they can actually have some uh, back and forth. Right. I think that's only will make it a good battle. Like, yeah. If it's just like on some Teddy Riley uh, baby face shit, yeah, Chris Breezy is dumping on them. Right. Not so much. Um, Rick Ross and Two Chains. I got Rick Ross easily, but I'm a fan of Rick Ross. Rick Ross had never put out a bad album to me. All right. Um, I think that's a good matchup, though. Real talk. I mean, it's, it's decent. I said it was going to be a good matchup. But yeah, I, I mean, because even I slip, I sleep on two chains sometimes. Right. Two chains got bars, man. Yeah, he got some good hits out there too. Yeah, like so, people be sleeping on two chains. He, he, I mean, once it's it, a good matchup. I mean, once you once you uh, get in the battle and Rick Ross drop that, 
It's make back music. Nigga, it's, it's a rap. Maybach music. It's a rap, man. Like, I don't care what you put out, <laughs> man. I don't care what song you play. When you when you put that bitch on and say Maybach music, it's a rap. <laughs> Give it up, bro. It's Maybach Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so I saw on Twitter they was asking, um, who would Lil Bow Wow compete? In a verses Timberland Timberland troll Bow was like uh, Timberland said He don't think I got 20 songs He said he did it on purpose <laughs> To to make Bow Wow do it Yeah And When I think about it I don't think Bow Wow got 20 songs I'm trying to think Man, Who he gonna battle with B2K I would say Omarion? I would think it's Soldier Boy Soldier Boy just got the tattoos Off his face They could compete <laughs> what they got to do with anything? I mean, he back holy, like, you know, he back, you know. I mean, because if, cause if Bow Wow does the verses, he has to do his old Bow Wow. He got to be little Bow Wow. He got to be little Bow Wow. So who was at the same time doing the same thing? Yeah, it was Soldier Boy. But don't sleep on Soldier Boy. I know we can talk these good jokes about something. Don't Soulja sleep Boy. on Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy produced and did beats for a lot Soldier people. Soldier put out hits. Hits, hits. And he was hot. Hot, like flaming yeah. hot. Yeah. So I mean, Lil Bow Wow was a uh like a prodigy, a, a little kid legend. Right. Soldier Boy was putting out hits. Hits. Um and everybody was trying to fuck with Soldier Boy after that. With, with that one track they like, you did the beat, yeah, I'll do me a beat. Yeah, so I mean, I know Bow Wow was one on six in park. Right. But his songs lasted for a long time. Shit, yeah. But Soldier Boy put out hits, like you know, hop off the bed. I'm yeah. talking about, you know, I I, I think Soldier would get it. If, yeah, if Bow Wow was uh, Mr. 106 in part, then uh, Soldier Boy was like MTV. <laughs> Soldier Boy, Mr. Internet. It was Mr. Internet. Hell it yeah. was Mr. Internet. Um, I think they would. I think they should do. If they do battle, they should do ten songs, <laughs> not twenty. <laughs> Nobody want to be here without twenty damn songs of Bow Wow. Yeah, Boy. just do ten songs. Just do ten. Do, do, do five and five. Can I do the opening act? <laughs> Somebody else <is> <laughs> yeah. Who's the next females is gonna jump into this lane? Mm, you know what? I mean, like the Lil Kim Nikki. Mm. I mean, why not? Like yeah. you, you, you took my whole style. Like Lil Kim Nikki. Yeah. Cardi B Nikki. Uh, Cardi B, Nikki, because they both well nah. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Cardi B got twenty songs though. Nah, she done that yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Look him and Foxy. <laughs> they never get along. Just like Look him and Nikki never get along to do the shit. Women just don't get along in the rap game like that. I want to see Eve in a battle. I want to say I was about to say I want to see Eve battle I see somebody. Eve battle somebody. I really do, but who? Hmm. Who? MC Light. MC Light Queen Latifah. Oh, that'd be hard. MC Light Queen Latifah, that'd right there. That'd there you hard. go. I go. I I appreciate that. That'd be hard. For real. For real. They got twenty songs. Definitely. Easy. Um, let me think. Who else? I really just couldn't think of a lot. Uh, we can do I still want Missy to do with somebody. Somebody keeps saying Missy and Buster Rhyme. 
I think Buster did do a battle with somebody. Buster should do a battle with somebody. Uh, LL Cool J called out uh, Jay-Z. Oh, did he now? Yeah. He That'd like, be good. He told Jay-Z to come out the house and do it. Yeah. Come on, LL. I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> you better believe it. Jay-Z said, Jay, uh, LL said he the GOAT, man. So, LL is telling the GOAT. He will say what you fucking want. Yeah. That motherfucker got his. Yeah, so he called out Jay-Z, but I don't think Jay-Z will do it. though. Yeah. But, yo, LL would be in a battle with Vico Hard, too. Yeah. LL got hits. Yeah. Uh, anybody else I can think of? Mm. No. We sh- that should be a uh, 50 Tyson in a uh, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. What's the nigga name? Dylan. JJ. <laughs> Cool. What's J- the nigga? Uh, JJ uh, Jiffy. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga. Oh, shit. JJ Coolfish or something, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That'd be different. One of them motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. The remedial versus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. And that's all I got, dog. Alright, you know what it is. It's time for Fix My Life. Hey. Hey, we got two letters to get through, so I'm gonna try to be fast. Dear Power Lunch Out. Hey. Is it ever too late to apologize to an ex-boyfriend? I'm in my mid-40s now, and over the last three years I have gone through a significant change. It has helped me to face myself, let go of useless hate and anger, and forgive the people who hurt me. It has made me a much happier person. One of the results of this change is realizing how much I dislike who I was when I was younger. I'm sure many people made mistakes in their early 20s and maybe blew it off because I know I did. But now I can't. I'm ashamed of my previous behavior and have been thinking about reaching out to him to apologize for the horrible things I did while we were together. My family says I shouldn't do it. They say I'm being uh, ridiculous because who cares about how an old partner treated you decades ago? But I'm struggling with letting it go. I learned years ago to take responsibility for my mistakes, but it's something I didn't do in that relationship. I'm currently in a solid and happy relationship, which is why I think my family may be so against this. And while I don't know my ex's relationship status, I have no ulterior motives for reaching out. The person I am today just wants very much to apologize for the person I used to be. But I don't want to cause any problems. What is your neutral advice? Well, why neutral? What is your neutral advice? Sorry, in the Southwest, because you go ham on motherfuckers. That's why. <laughs> that's why they want neutral advice because you go in on niggas. That's why I don't write into the show because you go in on them. Uh, you go first then. Um, I'm all about um, like dead and shit. Facts. Um, like if you need to. Um, get some shit out because it, it sounds like it's more personal than uh, profitable. Like you're not doing it to get mm-hmm. any gain; you're doing it to 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 rest your spirit. Right. Um, to apologize to a person is hard. I, it's hard for me to to apologize to a motherfucker who yeah, who who, 
who done me wrong or, or if I done them wrong, if it's over, it's over. Right. But I think that conversation is necessary for you to, to build as a person. Right. So if that's what you need to do to make yourself feel whole, do that shit. Um, you don't have to do it on a, on a big scale. Right. Do it on a cool. Like, look. Right or left? Look, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'll meet you up on on Tuesday at two o'clock in broad daylight. So I right. got something to say to you. Right. After that, you know, whatever happens. But um, I'm I'm cool with getting some closure and get some, you know, dead some shit. Right. You don't you, you don't want to do some shit to make. You don't even tell your people that you're gonna do it. Don't even tell. It's none of that goddamn it's business. It's none of that fucking business. It wasn't that business. Y'all was in a relationship and ain't your business after. Ain't that business after. Yeah, so, yeah, just do it on a cool, you know, calm your soul and then flourish in your own relationship. Right. What do you say? <laughs> Keeping on to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can't, I can't, I can't. I just want to hit the button. <laughs> Yo, it's good, man. You got to cleanse your soul, man. Get any regrets. Get and If you have the opportunity to. Yeah. You know, especially to revisit some shit. Like, you know what? Maybe I was a little wrong in that shit, though. Yeah. My bad. You know, to another person to finally hear that years like it still means something. It means a lot to Especially because y'all was in love. You mm-hmm. was in a relationship and you was going through it. And then when it break up, you're like, I know it wasn't my, all my fault. Mm-hmm. But when you break up, it's like, fuck you, you did this. And fuck you, you did this. Mm-hmm. But to come to it later as an adult, like, look. Some of that was my bad. My, my bad. I fucked up. I fucked that one up. I fucked that one up. Ain't nothing wrong with being honest. You, you, you'd be surprised how it helps another person grow as well. Like, ooh, I know I'm completely crazy. Yeah. You know, so um, I think, clo- and it's closure. Yeah, do it for closure. yourself. Yeah, your do it mental for yourself. Closure. Um, don't do it for anybody else. Right. Don't even tell them you did it. Don't it's none of their business. And then, tell your partner. Tell yeah. your partner. Now, tell your partner. Hey, I got a meeting. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell him some shit. I'm coming back home and say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's necessary. You know, don't don't hide it from your partner because they find out it's gonna be a problem. Now that'll be a problem. Yeah, but you know, I just think that as people grow in life, things need to be dealt with. Facts. And the reason why people don't grow is because they don't deal with shit. Facts. And if that's something you need to deal with. Handle it. Handle it. Just handle it. Ain't nothing wrong with handling business and owning up to your shit. Yeah, I fucked up. I need to I need to make this shit right. Facts. Yeah, so yeah, do your thing. Don't tell your folks, just tell your mate, and then, you know, go back to having a good life. Come back to minding your business, drinking your water. Yeah. Facts. Next letter. Dear Power Lunch Out. Hey. <laughs> My family and I are planning a get together. It has been several months since we have been uh together because of the pandemic. Our younger brother has a new girlfriend who was introduced to everyone at the last get-together. That day, one sister mentioned a political position that was up for a vote in our state. Uh, The new girlfriend kept repeating, no politics, every time my sister started talking about it. My sisters and I think it was very rude. Now the new girlfriend will be in my home. And I am sure politics will be on the topic of conversation considering the current uh, e- economic, political, and health crisis going on. My family likes to discuss current events, and I don't feel we should be silenced because of a guest. 
How should this be handled so as to not offend and distance our brother's new girlfriend, but allow us to continue having conversations that are meaningful to us as a family? Signed, outspoken in Florida. Well, you Florida motherfuckers ain't learned shit about y'all get-togethers, have you? But you know what? None of my business what not to the letter here for. Uh, it could be my family. <laughs> okay. You don't have a voice. You can't say shit. That's why I brought this letter to you. Don't even, gonna be the mean one for me. Don't come into this motherfucker saying shit. Just smile, eat the food, say the food was good, and sit in the fucking corner. In the goddamn corner. Like, how you gonna tell... My family. My motherfucking family. Not to talk about some shit. You crazy. You better get the fuck out of here. My parents' first question is, what's your mom and daddy name? I'm talking about no politics. <laughs> How you going to tell me you what the fuck we going to talk about? In my motherfucking house. You a guest. You a, you a guest of a guest. I don't even like the nigga that brought you in. You better sit the fuck down <laughs> And somewhere. shut the fuck up. And shut the entire fuck up. You need some Kool-Aid. <laughs> you need some pound cake or some, some dressing. Some, you need something to dry your throat up so you, need, you don't talk. You need something in your mouth because you talk too much. Because <laughs> you, you're talking to no politics. I wish the, a bitch would. The problem is, I don't even blame her. I blame the family. No, I blame him. Mm-hmm. You should have motherfucking coached this motherfucker. You gotta warn him. When you come here, I need you to smile and shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. This ain't your venue. This not your plate. I'm a person. I just, no, 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 not here. Look. I, I, you gotta I, get a ring first. I brought you here because I enjoy your company, but look, I could I can dead you tomorrow because my family's not gonna fuck with you. They's not. So no, you don't you don't have no say so. No. Nah. So when they come to your house, mm-hmm. the first topic gonna be politics on purpose. I'm looking right at her. I'm looking right at her. Fuck Trump. Say something, bitch. Say something. I wish you would. I'll kick you about this. I, I can't wait to throw something at y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I got to, your, your to-go plate ready. Ready. <laughs> it's time for you to go. It's time for all y'all to go. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you need a culture better because, Man. you know. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's all your fault. Well, it's his fault. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's his fault. It's, it's his fault. It's your brother's fault for bringing the little flues in here and not, not knowing her place. Yeah. I said like the old folks yeah. Bring the little flues in here She not know her place This hussy This hussy is loose with the tongue <laughs> Little Jezebel <laughs> Yeah so fuck that man Fuck like, that nah You have no say so None Don't even feel bad Like I bring up politics As soon as the bitch Walk through the door Who yeah. you voting for Who you voting for <laughs> Are you registered Are you registered to vote Yeah Cause we talking about that In here tonight yeah. So if this is a problem, you might as well go on and get back in your car now and, you know, go to your other family. Because <laughs> we're talking about this over here. Obviously, y'all don't talk about shit. <laughs> That's what's wrong with you now. Yeah. And you over here loose lip. Obviously, y'all don't talk enough to because he didn't tell you not to come over here with them loose lips. Yeah, you talk too fucking much. See, what's wrong with you? Your Aunt, Aunt Shirley didn't check you. The, the thing is, my family knows better. Like, <laughs> if you bring somebody... To the family, you have to vet them properly. Oh my god! Because you know how the family is. I know how my parents are. So if if your 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 plus one comes over being reckless, right, it's your fault. It's your fault. You didn't vet them right. You like, gave them the rules, and you put them in in the lions. Then you did. Because my family is going to circle around you like some vultures all day. Dog, you it's a wrap. All so day. You might well leave now. My parents will roast you just because. It's like they don't have human interaction enough. 
Because I don't bring people over there because I know what my parents going to do. Like, nah, you ain't ready for this. You ain't ready for this. You ain't ready for this. What you mean? Your mama going to love me. Mm-mm. You uh, think she will. Yeah. Just because she give you snacks and cakes and shit, it don't mean she love you. Just because you say, uh, to your mama said hi, she said hi. She don't love no, you. she love you. My mama be fake as hell sometimes. <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> she is a child of God. Tell your mama say hi. Why? Hi. Why? 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 I do that? Why? That's going to start a conversation like it's here. Check it. Here's how it's going to go. Mama, so-and-so told me to tell you hi. Who is that? Who is that? You know I told you about so-and-so. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> you just read so many through. I don't even know. I can't keep track of them. I can't keep up them. with all these bugs. Yeah. Mama, don't do don't this. Don't do this. Like, do this. Right. Was she the one with the bad weave? Mama. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> Like, seriously. I don't know, son. You just... Ugh. Well, tell her say hi, dude. Tell her I said hi. Damn. Damn, she gonna give me some grandkids? <laughs> I hope it ain't the one with the uh the, with the knock knees. I can't have no knock knee babies running around here. They just gonna hurt themselves. They gonna run into my china cabinet. Well, what's they have to do with anything? Nothing and everything. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Knock knees have bad self-esteem. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, blame your brother. It's his fault. Blame your brother. Yeah. Is that the girl that was washing dishes that kept the same dishwasher in there? Dishwater in there? You can't trust her. She don't change her dishwater out. What? <laughs> Life lesson, son. You'll learn as you grow. She don't change her dishwater out. That's real. That's real. Yeah, so bring politics up next outing. All day. All day. And tell that bitch you don't like it, she can hit the curb. <laughs> for real. <laughs> right, for real. This your house. Be be boss bitch in your house on top of that. This your house. Let them know. Hey, guess who else y'all leave? Mine. That's the last letter. Sure. All right. Let's take a quick commercial break. Shot. Cash up your bartender. We'll be right back. Econo Auto Detail is a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or Econo Auto Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find on Facebook or IG. Addicted craft. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Style. One of the best in the business. You can find them at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. 
book your appointment, get styled right, leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holler at Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. You know what it is. Yes, sir. Act three. Yeah. Time to get it off your motherfucking chest. Get it off your chest. You better air that shit out. Let it go. You better tell a motherfucker what they really mean to you. How you feel about this shit? Let, let them know. Shit, sometimes some people say, you know, let shit slide. Nah, I can't do that. My mouth won't allow me. Right. I gotta let the motherfucker know what's on my mind. Yeah. It's a it's an ongoing problem with me, but I don't think it's a problem. And that's why it'll never get fixed. Cause yeah. I think some motherfuckers need that honesty. Yeah, they 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 go through life without hearing this this real talk. Right, you yeah. know, people sometimes I would, I hear people say, "I hate that I say the first thing to come out of my mouth." No, I kind of like it sometimes. I'd be surprised with you, but I can't believe I said that. Yeah, like for instance, today a car worker once again oversharing. Uh, they tell me about, uh, you know, how you doing? What's been going on? I haven't seen you. Yeah, it's the middle of a pandemic, bitch. We all just got back to work. But whatever. Uh, he was like uh, going to a side story about his family and shit. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. I'm not really here for this shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, let me listen. So he gets talking about his uh, father who has Alzheimer's. Like, damn, that's fucked up, man. I'm, I'm keeping y'all in my prayers for real. He's like, yeah, man. He just, he don't even uh, recognize the bathroom no more. He just pissing trash cans. Mm. My, my petty ass. <laughs> like, before I could even think of not thinking it, I said, but at least when I seen my hand up like this, mm-hmm. I was like, that's a stop sign because whatever I'm about to say is not going to be appropriate. And I called myself okay. well, because I was like, it, it shouldn't be here. But now I regret catching myself because right. I think it would have been a nice joke. Mm-hmm. But it was inappropriate. The joke was going to go like this. Well, at least he pissing in the garbage can and not the floor. That's easy to clean up. Like, yeah, yeah that wouldn't have went out for well. At all. At all. <laughs> and I caught myself because I was like, but at least. So you think I'm talking about at least he's still alive, but really I was about to say, at least he pissed the garbage cans and not the flow. Damn. Yeah. I need to work on me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to have a little talk with Jesus. Yeah. Tell him all about my troubles. Any in the working. Yeah, at least at least you knew you caught yourself a I reason. caught myself like I thought about you. I was like I have something else to be very proud of me right here in this instance because I caught my own self. Yeah. And it was like, well, at least he not. Mm. Mm, I got real quiet. I didn't say nothing else. So it got real awkward. Yeah. For like 10 seconds, I was like, say something. Mm-hmm. Say something. <laughs> then he said some bullshit. I'm like, well, let me get back to work. I wasn't working. I just didn't want to talk no more. Yeah. I'm not a good small talk in the office space. I hate small talk. I mean, you get like 30 seconds, and I'm out. Like, I, I just don't have it in me. I, I don't. I'm going to get my life together. But anyway, I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Look, 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 people. It's, whoo, whoo. Summer's here. If you didn't know, it's hot outside. 
Mm-hmm. And these are just uh, maybe some just you no know, life tips to help you survive this summer heat. Um, one of them is, um, you know, drink plenty of water. It's hot out there. You know, mind your business. You know, stay out the way. And, and watch how you talk to me. You know, too, because that's very crucial because, you know, try Jesus, don't try me. Like, it's too hard to be coming with an attitude with everybody. Like, I, I keep my attitude to myself. Yeah. Like, I know it's hot and I got an attitude. So, cool. I'm going to go. I'm going to be quiet. I'm away, speak, okay, and I move on. What I don't need you to do is to come have no stank-ass conversation with me or elude to having a stank-ass conversation with me. Yeah. Or even do no, don't even do no shady shit around me in this heat. Because, like, I'm not doing no shady shit to you. I'm going to just mind my business, go to my desk, and hide out to the end of the day. Like every other respectable adult. Yeah. So, I'm walking back. I'm, I'm walking into work. Because this morning. So, I'm walking into work. I see this gentleman. I'm calling him Robert. Because, you know, fuck him. This <laughs> shit. You can take his real name. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Robert. Walks past me in the hallway, and I speak because you know it's my general thing to do. Because I don't want to be one of those guys in those in these inclement times. No, I still speak. I'm yeah. Like, hey, Rob, how you doing? Rob didn't say shit, and he kind of gave a like a, a half head tilt, like it almost hurt his neck to tilt. Right. I'm like, okay, that's the climbing we in. You know, cool. I don't really give a fuck about you, crack, because you don't have to speak to me. Move the fuck along. Cool. But but as I'm going into the door, I look back and I see my girl, my girl KK coming down the hallway. I'm like, oh shit, what up, KK? What's good? She hey, what's up? What's good, Corey? I ain't seen you. Well, you know, we're chopping it up in the hallway. You know, being us black folks, you know, we do it all the way we can. We did a whole catch up while she's walking closer to me. Do you know this motherfucker robbed double back? Turned the fuck back around. He passed us now, came back, and said, hey, KK, I was meaning to talk to you. Nigga, did you just interrupt our conversation to talk to this bitch? Right. After you ignored me? I looked at uh, KK. I was like, hey, I gave her that look. You know that black folks look? Because we got a mask on. Mm -hmm. She read my eyes. I'm about to go. Yeah. Because this motherfucker about to catch these hot words. Because he going to try me. Mm -hmm. And he needs to try Jesus. Because what you're not going to do is interrupt my motherfucking conversation. Right. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because we from the South and we didn't been popped in, in the mouth enough by our mamas to don't talk when grown folks talking. You know, that sentiment. Right. You know, who said, don't interrupt me when I'm talking. I'm having a full-fledged conversation. He interrupts. And I'm like, bro, I'll read the fuck out of you in the middle of this goddamn hallway and not care. <laughs> like, you, 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 you can't hear from me today. I was like, you know what, Case? Walk away. Just just go. It ain't for you. Just go. It ain't for you. It's, a, it's not the time. This is not the spirit. It ain't the time. You ain't going to get nothing from it. All you're yeah. going to do is feel better for 30 seconds. You know, and, you know, hey, 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 hey. You can hold this one in. But, nah, it's been bugging me since. Like, honestly, if I see this motherfucker this week and he say anything out of line or do anything like that again, I'm telling them about himself. Right. You know, I, I know what it all stems from. Uh, he wanted something from my department uh, that was since removed. 
and he was trying to hook up his homeboy with a, a, a permanent piece from our department. So basically he was trying to steal from my department and we already got ready, shipped it off. Uh, the, the equipment that he wanted. We, we shipped it off to the uh, factory. Like, yo, we don't even have it no more. So ever since then, he had an attitude with me. I don't give a fuck. Look, you can hold a grudge on me if you want to in the, work, in the workplace. It happens all the time. Right. Not many people like me is it good anyway. Uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Shit. But what you're not going to do is be rude and disrespectful to me either in the same damn workplace. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how, what rank you are, who you are. I don't care. I calls you out. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Disrespect is disrespect. Disrespect is disrespect, and I call that shit to the table. So once again, in in the in the spirit of summer, you know, attitudes are a little high. It's hot outside. I'm letting you know right now. Don't try us, because black folks ain't playing that bullshit. Right. Especially if they had a long walk to the, get to the goddamn uh, office. Luckily, I ain't have those no more. But still, it's hot outside. Nobody trying to deal with your bullshit. So keep playing these little games, the little schoolhouse little shit you got going on. I promise to God, you're going to catch these words. Right. I ain't got to put hands on you. That's not even something I'm trying to do because we already <laughs> know I'm going to win this fight. <laughs> I ain't finna, you know... You know, brag and clap, but I know I'm beat the shit out of rap. <laughs> but it's about these words. You was going to catch these hot words. I'm going to make you cry in the car. Your wife going to pick you up early from work like you done had a bad day. You going to call and work the next day. You going to call in because yeah. you don't want to see me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just giving you this warning now. You know, try Jesus. Don't try me in this heat. <laughs> Facts. And this is my guy time today, cuz. Well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. And my time today goes to people, and I've talked about this before, people who feel that I need to, or they need to and ask me to support whatever they're doing. Okay. And I have no problem with that. No. All day, every day, I have no problem with that. At all. And I do it off the love, and I do it off the, you know, everybody coming up. But once you start asking me to do it for you, it's like I haven't seen you in anything that I promote. Facts. So Let's talk about. It. So if I do it off the love, I don't care what you promote. I don't care right. what it is. I don't give a fuck. As long as it's not harmful to people, I'll promote it. Yeah, I'll share it. I'll like it. I'll All post day. it. Whatever. I don't care what it is. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if it's a, your mixtape trash. I don't care if your product is boo boo. I don't care if your 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 advice is trash. I'm a post. I'm a post and repost because somebody might enjoy that shit, right? And that's all I do. But to ask me to use my platform to promote what you're doing, mm-hmm. and knowing what I do and been doing and been doing for five years, and the now. only reason you asked me to do it because you know the platform that I have facts to do it. Speak on it. Let's me know that you know what I do. Thanks. So don't ask me to do it if you never even inquired about what I'm promoting. Mm-hmm. So I do it off the love. Right. I don't I don't ask nobody for shit. Not I don't I, you don't have to ask me to do it. If I see it, I'll repost it. I'll I'll share I like it. Facts. But the fact that you asked me to do it because we're not friends. We're not. We're not friends. Mm-mm. You know what I do. 
You know. So the fact that you know what I do and you don't even attempt to uh, promote what I'm doing doesn't sit well with me. It does not sit well with me at all. So either allow me to do it on my own accord. Mm-hmm. And once you come to the point to ask me to promote your shit. Right. You're going to have to pay me for that. You're going to have to. Because we got we got um, sponsor spots on this, this podcast. And, and they got, do we a got, great job. We got sponsors that support this podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you want to ask me to promote your shit, I'm going to have to charge you. And, and guess what? I'm not even charging high fees like that. But I don't you even, gotta I, respect me. I don't even want to charge you. I don't want to. I'll do it for free. But Easy. once you ask me to do it, then that's a that's a business that's, deal. That's a business deal. Yeah. So guess what? I've been here for years, and you see me, and you haven't acknowledged me. But yeah. and now that you need something, now that you need something, now you come and holler at me. I'm not bubble the fool. I see through mm-hmm. all of this shit. I see through all that shit. You actually on a level of disrespect. Cause like uh, somebody asked me to do something for him. It was like, oh, you on Spotify now? I, I, how is that going? How is that going? Bitch, you know how it's going, cause you wouldn't be asking me to do no damn spot for you. If you right. didn't know how that was going. You wouldn't ask me to retweet your shit if you didn't know how that was going. You wouldn't ask me to speak about your shit on a platform you never acknowledge. Right. If you didn't know how it was going. If you didn't know how it was going. So my, my thing is, um, I want to promote everything that's black. I love it. I'm here for that. I'm here for it. I don't ask for shit. But I'm once dying. you start asking me for shit or using my platform to promote your shit. Your shit. Don't. You, 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 it's like a slap in the face. Like, dog, you ain't never said shit about what I've done. Even, here's an even beautiful thing you could do. Before you even come ask me, do a repost of my show. <laughs> Easy. Easy. If I see my show on your shit, thank you, bro. I pre- can I do anything for you. Yeah. I'm here for it all day. Yeah. And then once I actually even take the time to do your shit, mm. repost my shit. How hard is that? Just humble yourself, bro. Humble guy. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, just humble yourself. It's, it's, it, it's, I've, you know how I feel about this. Well, I mean, you know, it's a high spot. And the me. thing is, the only reason, uh, <laughs> I bring this up because you've been on this for a minute. A long time, bro. And I never really have dealt with that, like, firsthand. Right. But when I started to see it, like, this nigga is not lying. Like, you motherfuckers will <laughs> use a motherfucker for their platform Thanks. and never say shit about what you're doing. Nah, shit. They and act like they ain't heard it, ain't seen it. You still doing that? Bitch, every week. <laughs> every fucking week. You can count on a Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, Monday and a possibly Tuesday going into Wednesday, I'm posting something about Power Lunch Out. And the fact that you want to mention the podcast or use the podcast to promote your shit lets me know you know I got a podcast. You know I got a podcast. So you know damn well I got a podcast. It's the same picture. Look, it's been the same picture five. You've seen this goddamn look, picture. Just, 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 just slide a like and then ask me for some shit. Just ask me some shit. Yeah, share my shit. Share and really get on. Yeah. So yeah, y'all, it's it's different, and it's y'all different. y'all. I mean, y'all divas be acting so. I don't like I don't, it. y'all I niggas don't. act like some bitches, man. Real yeah. talk, that shit is frustrating for me. 
And I have something that's always telling me, yo, chill out. Nobody got to fuck with you or rock with you like nobody, that. Nobody you has to no, no fuck you with nothing. you. And I get that. No nobody. one owes me shit. Nobody. But it's about respect. It's the principalities of the whole fucking situation. Yeah. You want something from me. You want At the end of the day, you want something to me that could be a financial gain to you. Yeah. At the end of the fucking day, yeah. you want my platform and to, to for your benefit. Yeah. And all I ask is for some reciprocity. All I asked was just mutual respect. Yeah. And then you want bro friend, bro. Don't get me with that bullshit. Yeah. I'm like Nipsey Hussle. They call you Brody, but that shit don't mean shit. Man, fuck that. Nah, yeah, that was, that drives me. Yeah, like the 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 podcast never meant nothing to you until you needed something from the podcast. Facts. And then for you to come ask me to use it for your better your your benefit. Mm-hmm. At least show me some love. Show me some love. I'm not asking you for shit because I would have I would have shared your shit for no no. I would have shared. Shit for, I share people's shit for no reason. For no now, reason but at all. I don't get paid. Look, people think that I work for Hard Brothers to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, only only connection I had. I got a frat brother, uh, the baby brother. He's my frat. I I, I love and support uh, frat. Whatever he got going, he does great paintings. I I promote that shit for free. It's, it's not I'm getting paid for it. He's not doing tit for tat. I love seeing my black people doing great shit. Facts. Easy. So I'm promoting that shit. Yeah. Him and his brothers have a food truck, a black-owned food truck. Goddamn right I'm going to support it for free. They ain't asking shit. They don't give me shit. And if uh, if I ever get a blessed cool, I ain't tripping. But for the most, that's for free. Yeah. And look, like, you do that. Nah, that ain't none of your goddamn business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you... You are manipulating the the issue right here and the and the things going on right now for your personal gain. You got something going on and you want to get promoted. Right. I get that. I get it. I, I have no problem with that. All day. But for you to ask me to do it, because mm. you know I have a platform to do it, but you never acknowledge that I got a platform in the first fucking place, boy, you gotta get the fuck out of you here. Don't get the fuck on. Get the fuck out of here. Make it make sense. Yeah. Nah. Mm-mm. No, it's, it's that's a problem for me, man. Yeah. That's a trigger button for me, actually. It I really know. is. Yeah, I know. It really is. I know, but yeah. I see it now. Yeah. I see it now. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yo, um, I don't understand. I can't see how you, man to man, will actually come to me like that. Like it's so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. It's bro. so disrespectful, bro. Like you, you break bread with me, and you know, and commune. As the Bible says with me. Yeah. And at the end of that, all I ever ask from any of my friends, and, and, and there's the people listening to this, all that I ever ask, yo, just post that you listen to the show. Yeah. Screenshot, post it. Just like you do all my other bullshit jokes, uh, cheating jokes, all my, my bullshit memes. Yeah. You repost those. All I ask, just repost the show. Yeah. And so when I see that don't happen, I look at you like, hmm. Yeah. What the fuck is this? And you got the nerve to ask me to post you your shit. You got the nerve to ask me for some shit? <laughs> Y'all different, man. Do you know the level of petty I am? It's like, wait a minute. This whole friendship has been a facade. This friendship has been fake as fuck from the beginning. Yeah. Well, I just say that. And that shit's different with me. I just say that. Um, you just now doing it. I've been two, three years in this yeah, bitch. Yeah, you've been in this bitch for a minute. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you just loud and mad. 
Yeah. You understand, bro. They'll come smile your fucking face. Like, everything, the Kool-Aid's good, and somebody added some uh, lemon to it. But the thing is, though, you interact with a lot of people more than I do. So mm-hmm. when motherfuckers start coming to me, I look at it different from jump. Right. So <laughs> when you come ask me for shit, like, nigga, I don't know you like that. <laughs> you mean like, what? The fuck? The fuck? So now it's like we get to a point where you start asking me for shit. I look at you different because that shit don't come from nowhere. You uh, you know what we're doing. You know what we're doing. Here's the extra worst disrespect. A motherfucker actually have the nerve to come ask you, what kind of board? And I want to know how to start your a podcast or how to get going. What kind of equipment do you use? Bitch, have you ever once posted something about Power Lunch Hour on your page? Right. Don't ask me for shit if you ain't posting nothing about From now on, mm. don't ask me shit. Matter of fact, my first statement, have you ever posted anything about Power Lunch Hour on your page? Yeah. We'll talk about that after you do. Yeah. Because you're being real disrespectful to me right now, and I'm taking it personally. Yeah, the first rule of Power Lunch Hour podcast is post Power Lunch Hour podcast. Facts. <laughs> Don't even talk to us until you do. Yeah. If you want something from us. Yeah. And, you know, hey, we five years in the game. I'm bougie enough to sit on that statement. You got to know your worth. I think that's necessary because right now uh, I see it. Mm-hmm. And I understand it. And y'all motherfuckers see it. Y'all don't want to say shit. Y'all don't want to say And I don't get it. It's not like we mean to you. And we might be mean to you fix my life letters. Yeah. But that's nothing to be mean to you as a person. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's yeah. what you write in for. Yeah. You want this raw commentary. But what you're not finna do is uh, shake my hand with your right and pimp slap me with your left. I'm not here for that disrespect, man. Yeah. It's because it comes off as disrespectful as fuck. It comes off disrespectful. Because I don't ask for much. All I ask, I ask for you is post it. I ask for shit. Just, just say, hey, I fucks with it. Yeah. Or I have fucked with it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. Matter of fact, thanks to this, I got time today because y'all gonna hate me tomorrow because I'm roasting niggas. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going in tomorrow. Yeah. I hate it for you. <laughs> shit. I hate to see it. I hate to see it. Don't ask me for shit. Yeah. There's a few people out here like, yo, can I get on the show? You get on the show first, you got to post a power lunch hour three times. Well, I just think, you know. I love to have people on the show. Once my spider senses start kicking in, I just know it's a problem. And it's extra a problem when your spider senses kicking in because you already canceled a bitch out. I canceled motherfuckers out. <laughs> Once you reach out to me, nigga, I know it's different. It's different. So I guess you can't go through court or second. You won't go through me. <laughs> Look at nigga. I'm the wrong one. That's I the nigga. wrong one right there. I'm the wrong that one. That nigga don't like nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I'm the good friend. See, I come across as an asshole, but honestly, honestly, I'm the I'm the one you want. <laughs> <laughs> if you actually look, here's his petty ass. If you actually go to him and he know you had the option to come to me, he really gonna be hell on you. Yeah. He's like, oh, hold up. Wait, nah. what's this fake shit? If you come to me, you, it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> so don't play me like I'm crazy, man. Yeah. I'm not. Respect the crab. Respect the crab, man. This is a lot of work. It takes a lot of sacrifice. It takes a lot cause to consistently pull off something like this. And for you to, like, not even just respect the game of business. Mm. To get something, you got to do something. I mean, you, you want, everybody want their fucking hookup. I don't know if it's this new generation, but it's always been that way. But it's worse 
towards like the millennials. Like I say them to the class of 2002, 2003, after that, everybody felt in, like super entitled. Like, mm-hmm. why isn't this just given to me? Like, I should be able to ask for this and somebody do a hookup for me. And off the street, I shouldn't put no work into it. Excuse me? Yeah. That's a problem. That's a fucking problem. It is. I don't like it. Yeah. So, yeah, humble yourself. Humble yourself. That's my time today, though. Yeah, yeah. You triggered me on that one. I knew it was. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I want to air a motherfucker out right now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Let's talk about it. Um, what do I want to talk about? I want to talk about these. I still want to talk about these petty motherfuckers. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to move on. Um, I want to talk about. Um, so I decided to step out of league on uh, Madden. I'm in a random league with some, like, 30 other niggas that I want. What? Stepped out your league? Yeah. You just left your crew like that? No, it's, uh, I got, I got, I'm in, like, three different leagues. Oh, okay. And one's with my cousins, one's with my friends, and one's some random niggas that I'm in a mad league because they invited me to. You got friends? Well, yeah, I got friends. Really? Yeah. One to three? Hey, friends. But, uh... You got enough friends to have a team? No, so the Madden League, if you're in the Madden League, you got your own team. Mm Mm-hmm. And the ones that want my cousins, is my cousins. Right. My brothers. The ones with my friends, this is my friends. Now, this is a random league. There's people that I don't know that I'm playing with because they invited me. Okay, okay. All right, so I don't know these niggas. Right. And the thing about it is, is that I told him I'm gonna get out the lead because I don't know y'all, and I don't, I don't do, I don't do, I don't do the shit talking to random people. So if if I play a game and you beat me in a game and you want to talk shit on the group, I have no dog in this fight. I have no dog in this fight to roast you or come back at you or whatever. If I win, I'm not going to talk shit to you because I don't even know you. I don't know you. So niggas be, if they beat me in the game, they be trying to talk shit in the in the group. Mm-hmm. Like, I give a fuck. Like, I don't even know you. I have no dog in this I, fight. It's, it's, it's no, it's no <laughs> kudos. It's no, it's no brownie points. It's no, I, I don't care. But y'all feel entitled to talk shit because you beat a random person. Like, I, so when I said I'm gonna get out the league, they thinking I'm scared to play. No, no, I don't care enough to play against you niggas that I can't talk shit to. The fucks I give can be carried by baby feathers. <laughs> if I lose you, I I'm not gonna lose no sleep. Fuck. Like now, Ooh, my if my if my cousins beat me, good. I'm drove for a couple of days. Yeah, that's personal. Because that's personal. Because we can talk shit. I can call you mm-hmm. and we can talk shit about it. But you, I don't even know you. So I'm getting out of this league and they think I'm scared. I'm not scared. I don't care enough. I don't give a fuck. I don't care enough. And you feel like you better than because you beat some random nigga. Bro, if I beat you, I'm not going to say shit. I'm going to say it's a good game. I don't care enough. So I think that motherfuckers put too much uh, entitlement in in an online video game to people you don't even know and talk shit. Like, how you talk shit to nigga you don't even know? Mm -hmm. It It don't matter to me. So, y'all, 
get somebody you care about. Somebody <laughs> like, you care about. Yeah, I mean, no, no, just some do some shit that that means something to you. Cause I these baby wing fucks I give. Yeah, man. If I beat my mm-hmm. brother in this game, I'm gonna talk trash all day. And it means something. Can't wait to see him. I'm hurt his feelings. I'm hurt his feelings, and I know I hurt his feelings. Right. If I talk to you, I'm just wasting air. It's, so it's a waste of everybody time. I'm I'm getting out this league because I don't care about y'all. I don't care. So you're quitting now. I mean, <laughs> call it what you want. I'm not doing it no more. He said, "What is not is my business." Yeah. That's what's up. You got to talk about it. Kinda. I okay. really just came up with it. Okay. Because I went through my notes and I was like, "Oh, I did write that down." <laughs> so. Random question. It has nothing to do with none of the deep shit we just been talking about. But um, what's your favorite Waffle House cook? I don't understand that damn question. All right, so you know you get different Waffle House cooks uh, when you when you go at different times of the day. Do you like the stressed out? Uh, they just finished their cigarette and came back in and cooked your food. Do you like the motherfucker that's in there right now? That's the old white lady with a missing tooth. Or do you like the motherfucker that's extra perky? Like, what's your favorite type of Waffle House cook that you know that's going to guarantee have your uh, food right? I've never thought about that before. Hey, yeah, you should invest in your Waffle House cook. You should know what they're working with. Okay. Well, every time I go in, it's a different type of cook, so I don't know. Right, so. right. You should. You got you to gotta survey the room. All right, so what's 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 the best one? Want to get off that cigarette break? Okay, they go wash their hands. They come back to work. They stress, but that food gonna be fire. Okay, that food gonna be fire. Now the white lady with the missing tooth, she gonna give you some great service, and she gonna fuck up the the order. It's mm-hmm. gonna be guaranteed. So I'm gonna be free. Yeah. So, you, but you are gonna be missing some shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna happen. But uh, yeah, those are the top two for me. Never thought about that. Oh, yeah. The Waffle House cook is very crucial in the central. You can't just go rent willy-nilly a Waffle House unless you really don't want to make it home safe. So if you go in the Waffle House and you don't see the, 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 the toothless lady or the cigarette smoker, Mm-mm. do you leave? You got to leave. If it's an old white dude, just leave that bitch. Niggas ain't leaving Waffle House. Bro. They ain't going to. I'm telling you now. You should just leave and go to another Waffle House. Fuck that. <laughs> it's not going to be for your betterment of yourself. Okay. You know, hey, hey, I've been there before. I seen it. I seen it go bad. And did I have another? Let's talk about it. I wrote notes. Oh, yeah, that's my last. Let's talk about it. But before we go into shout outs, I have a new segment. I wanna, I wanna start. Okay, brand new segment. Uh, I wish I had an alert for it. Uh, the, uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I take that new segment. Uh, new segment alert. Give them their flowers while they're here. Mm-hmm. In this segment, we're just gonna just just randomly pick an artist or an entertainer or someone that's meaningful in everybody's life in society's life that should get their flowers while they're here. For mm-hmm. instance, uh, Regis Philbin would have been a candidate. Mm-hmm. You know, Regis is a great person. You know, yeah, he, yeah. He, 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 gave, he had so much spirit and heart. Mm-hmm. He didn't see color. He gave everybody love and shit. Um, a good entertainer that you liked, like B.B. King. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's been a good one. Oh, a young artist. Uh, they, a young artist that go hard, but is always slept on. Right. <clears throat> like, people like, oh, yeah, they go hard, but yeah, I ain't really fuck with them. For me, I got a young artist right now. <clears throat> they're young, but they've been in the game for a while, but I don't think they get that enough flowers while they're here because you got the Beyonce's and the, the popular people out there. Mm-hmm. But this young artist right here, uh, I want them to get their flowers while they're here. And I want them to know you doing your damn thing and keep going. Because you're on a journey to be super legendary. Mm-hmm. You know, and this artist might give them their flowers while they're here. Goes to Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. Jasmine Sullivan goes fucking hard in the bag, y'all. Like, if you really just delve into the vocal talent, the work she's doing, uh, Jasmine Sullivan is one of those true artists that's, uh, with true vocal talent that slept on until like, oh, she was in the car record playing. Oh my God, she did have them good songs. She can sing. Look, look, Jasmine Sullivan is a true artist uh, that should be wrapped in bubble wrap and and taken care of. Yeah. Like real talk, give them their flowers right here, Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, if like Nip was still here, he would be one of them artists that would get those type of uh, flowers. So that's going to be my new segment after uh, Let's Talk About It. Just pick a random artist. All right, I want to get my flowers to Taylor Swift. Uh, she dro- <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. She dropped through the project. It's a dick <laughs> on the album. It's a whole dick on the album. Um, all right, so I give flowers like and I and I it's no it's no secret though, I'm a huge fan of Deuce the Gall. Deuce the Gall Duke I love I'm me just, some Duke. I'm just waiting for his new project to come out. Me too. Uh, I mean I I don't even want to say local artists, it's just artists in general. He's this an nigga, artist. This nigga is, is amazing. He's an amazing he artist. So I want to give time. my flowers to Duke. Shout out to Duke. Bro. Shout out Duke, man, for yeah. real, man. Huge fan, dog. Love huge you, bro. Fan. Real talk, and I don't throw that word around lightly. Huge fan. Very huge fan, man. Yeah, I'm Duke. blessed to have a personal relationship with you. Yeah, yo, you a, a dope individual. He's he wears his heart on his sleeve. He yeah. really does. Yeah. He's a very giving soul. He looks out for his people. Uh, yeah, Duke's a great person. Right. So that's the new segment. We're going to try this out, see how this goes. So, hey, let's enjoy. And that's it. That's my uh, my flowers. Anything else? You good? Uh, we're going to do shout-outs. Yeah, I was just waiting to make sure. Okay. Shout-outs, shout-outs, shout-outs! Uh, I want to say shout-out to uh, Jiffy. Hold me, hold me down. Shout-out, Jiffy. Uh, shout out to everybody who purchased. Jeff, I need some masks. Who pre-ordered a mask? I need uh, my mask. We 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 getting uh, the production in in intact. In so right. I know the um, response is gonna be so big. The response is very big. I appreciate that. So uh, shout out to everybody who um, got a mask. Shout out to my nigga Weezy. Happy birthday, my dog. Shout out Weezy. Congratulations Happy birthday, as well, man. Yo, yeah. Weezy been off the grid for a minute. I know you got a lot going on, yeah, man. Dude, congratulations, bro. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, Shout out to everybody that as soon as we dropped that we had masks for sale. Like, So how do I order them and how much? Um, where do I need to go? Like, whoa, 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 bitch. 
I just found out too. Uh, <laughs> you go to Power Lunch Hour. PowerLunchHour at gmail.com. You can go to the IG, uh, Power Lunch Hour DMs. We'll be happy to take your order. Yeah. Real talk. Holla at us. I'm looking forward to it. I um, mean, I've been wearing my Power Lunch Hour mask at work. Yeah. People ask me, what's that mean? And I got the uh, the one uh, intuitive game got for me. Yeah. So like, what's Power Lunch? It's a radio show I listen to. <laughs> I don't even hide it no more. Like, man, fuck y'all. I'm talking about you bitches on this show. I want to send a major shout out to my guy, uh, uh, Slim Drip Pickens. Mm. Um, man, sound like he, he sells drugs. He <laughs> he uh, he he's doing his his thing on on the comedy scene. Drip, I'm gonna get you on the show definitely. Gotta um, come to the show, Drip. Um, he did have a show at the Nut House. TK uh, Kirkland was on there as a headliner. Uh, he opened for him. He has his own show coming out in September at the Nut House. Shout, shout out to Slim, bro. Shout I'm out so Slim. proud of you. Me and this nigga used to battle on the basketball court so much at uh, Dillard, bro. Um, your evolution, the the where you at right now, bro, I'm so proud of you, dog. So shout out to you, man. That's a blessing, Shout out man. to your, your headliner. X. I try to make it to the TK show, but life happens. But, yo, I'm going to try to fuck with your show, bro. Salute, bro. Salute. Keep pushing. I want to shout out my boy Josh, the trainer, out of L.A. Uh, He had the Rondo ad going. Uh, He works with a lot of various superstars. I don't want to mention a a name that I'm not supposed to mention, so I'm not going to say none. But, yo, shout out Josh. I see the campaign. Uh, I'm going to rush your ass, though, if if you don't mention that you heard me shout you out. So I got proof that you did listen to the show. (laughs) <laughs> but now, nah, man, much respect to this dude. This grind. This dude, brother moved from New York to LA and made it happen. Yeah, and that's real. As a personal trainer, uh, I give him so much props. I'm, I'm very proud of his grind, man. For real. That's that's the that's a lot. That's big moves. Um, shout out uh, my peoples, like my crew, man. I I see what everyone's doing. Everybody's making their own individual grinds. It's like steel sharp and steel. I love how everyone is upgrading themselves, and I just I love to see that in my peoples, especially my close friends. For real, for real. For sure. Salute to the crew. Mm. Oh, shout out my LB, Solomon Grace. Yo, Solomon. Salute. Salute, man, on that promotion, bro. That's big things. That's a cabinet-level position. Yo, salute, bro. You worked very hard, and you earned all of that. You deserve it, man. I'm very proud of you. That's dope. That's very dope, man. Salute. Salute. A James would be looking down very proud with a tear in his eye with his crybaby ass. Uh, <laughs> love you, LB, man. For real. Any other shout-outs? That's it, man. All right. Uh, good people, as always, you can catch us on all social media platforms. We there. Power Lunch Hour. Come look for us. Have a laugh. Uh, our main platforms are Spotify and SoundCloud. Yo, follow us. Laugh. You need it. Work hard anyway. Just take a, t- take a break. 
get your, get your giggle on. It's, it's good for your soul. And thank you, everybody, for uh, the love that as soon as we drop mash, y'all motherfuckers was like, so, uh, motherfucker, how I get mine? What you talking about? Why wasn't I already sent to me? <laughs> Yo, I appreciate that love, man, for real. For sure. That's a lot of love and respect, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. You? Me what? All right. Hey, as always, if you want to write in to fix my life, it's powerlunchhour at gmail.com. It's your boy, Corey Doseki. Hey, we catch y'all next week, man. We out this bitch. Love y'all. Be safe. Take care. Aight.